It's the Tillcast, episode 359. Between three and six inches. Fuck your biscuit. <laughs> and this week, oh, we God. talk about Warframe, uh, fucking Battletech, Biscuits. and oh, Fallout man. 76. Oh, Stay brain. tuned. It tastes like dogs. Come on a dick. You guys. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> you good? Yep. Composed? Yep. All right. I don't know what else to do, so I just tap my glass on the table. <laughs> I'm Noss. Right. Hey, I'm Rusty. I'm Casey. Hey, hey we're back. We got yeah, a new a, voice on the table. It's here. another Jasonless episode. It is. We'll get Jason back soon. Let me, uh, um, he's remodeling his bathroom, and Casey, who has been on the show a few times, was nice enough to fill in tonight. Yeah, once so, or twice. Yeah. Once or twice. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't envy Jason at all right now. No, not a, even a little bit. There you go. Remod- it's, it's my silencer. Oh, it's- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's all worried about his glass, and I'm like, I'll put that down on the table. Yeah, here. I, I put like a inch of foam thing on the table just so that when I set my glass down, it doesn't clink every time. But- oh, well. And what people don't know is this room is still filled full of a whole bunch of like microphone trash, and what I mean by that is like all the extra foam and the boxes, the boxes, and, and all the stuff we use to like keep the mounts not grating against the table that we have, uh, which right. still need trim, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. We still need to run. I still need to like wire all this stuff in a organized fashion. But since there's no video, it's, I guess I don't fucking matter. care. Uh, yeah, this is the great thing about audio. Uh, uh, yeah, you, I, you don't have to see all the mess right here. I literally didn't have to get up. I just looked to my right, and I was like, "Oh, here's a foam block. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, it's my coaster. Here, here's <laughs> it's a it's a coaster that's about one foot by six inches. Uh, I don't about know what six two... inches is to you, but that's a lot more than six inches. I mean, well, that's not average. Well, no, that's, <laughs> I'd, I'd give, well, I'd give it a good ten inches. Uh, that's, that's ten inches to you. <laughs> Damn. Well. Maybe well. this isn't talking well on me. <laughs> uh, all right, then. What's our next conversation? <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. He's, he's like, move on, move on, move on, move on, move yeah. on. That's just what, three minutes in and I've already screwed yeah. up. You're not screwing up at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Holy uh, shit. And so for those that are new listeners, I just kind of say that um, this is a game, a game yeah. show. This is a game. <laughs> this is a game. Come no, it's a down. show about video games, but we also talk a lot of shit up front. So right. um, if it's your first time listening, you're going to hear some shit, and then we'll talk some game here in a little bit. Yeah. But until then, we're going to have a little fun, because it's really hard to make talking about video games funny, at least in my opinion, when you're not watching it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Yeah. I'm not the kind of person that's just like an... Like a, an, one of those people that can just recount like just dozens of funny tales of things I've done that's stupid in games, right? Right. And that doesn't really sell a game very well, no. I don't think, because it's unrealistic that you're going to have a similar experience. Right. Oh, uh, I had this thing that happened to me in Battlefield. Okay. Um, I've checked out. Cool story, bro. <laughs> exactly. I've checked out. So, yeah. Things and stuff. Rusty. Fuck. Uh, me and Casey were doing the counter on your Warframe time. Yes. Um, Was it 8.94? Eight eight forty nine. No, no, eight almost nine hundred hours. Nine hundred hours. We'll call it nine hundred. That's fair. I mean, it'll be over nine hundred by you know tomorrow. By, by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna play another twelve hours of fucking Warframe. That's probably. Are what's you off work happen. tomorrow? Yeah. 
So this is your free night. This is this. this is yeah. This is basically like breakfast and talk for a little bit, and then go home and play a game. Pretty much, you know. I get my caffeine. I start waking up here for the podcast and to start go, my day, and it's the end of yours. So right, and you get breakfast or whatever, and then start doing whatever. And then I then I go home and I play Warframe with a bunch of Australians. So I mean, <laughs> they're up. Good on you. <laughs> yes. Mate. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Get on you, mate. Yeah. You so cunt. I'm going <laughs> to. Oh. Fisticate. I know someone that says cunt a lot. Yeah. I don't know her personally, but there I'd was... like to take her out to a bar. <laughs> we, sounds uh, like a lot of fun. We, uh, I introduced them this week to a streamer that I found out about very randomly on the internet um, named Sweet Anita, who has a real case of Tourette's yes. and uses it as a basically a comedy bit. And she has certain rules on her stream on things that you can't say to intentionally trigger her because she can go overkill and hurt herself. Um, but she does make f- light of the situation and she usually just rolls with the punches. She and, does. Um, and she's very, to some people, maybe offensive. Definitely not to me. Oh, no. Um, she was a bundle of joy. Yes. There's, um, there's language, like, but. Oh, oh yeah. There's God. a shitload of language. But it's funny oh, because <laughs> she really does just roll with it. Yep. You can tell she like hits that tick and then she's just trying to struggle through. And then she just <laughs> yep. just moves right on. Well, she even, just is like, fuck it. Even then, I she love. She says, I fucked your friends. I fucked a kitten. One of those things is true. <laughs> I love it how like she'll be in mid conversation like oh yeah I really love that you did the painting that was like this Rembrandt or whatever and um, fuck a biscuit what <laughs> what and she, but she just continues on she as if the... she didn't say anything and then at the end she's like she's like yeah I mean I, I didn't really fuck a biscuit I I, I get it cool. <laughs> but it's just like no I don't know I, just, I watched her for the first five minutes thinking it was going to be something kind of like comical, but I'll just move on. Right. And then an hour later, I'm still watching her, <laughs> oh, yeah. and I I need to go take a dump because I've been laughing so hard I pushed everything <laughs> through my body. <laughs> and my wife walks in, and I'm in bed, and she hears something like, "Fuck a biscuit! I'll fuck your friends and fist a kitten!" And she's like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you watching?" And I'm like, "Um." Come sit down. Right. If I try to explain this, I'm only going to dig a mm-hmm. hole and I'm not going to get out of it. You just have to watch it. Me to <laughs> So she watched it and then she's like, all right, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I was like, yeah, it's not porn. It, right. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it's not any kind of weird porn. <laughs> yeah. So he po- uh, J- Justin posted one video, you know, on our group and said, this is probably the best thing on Twitch right now. And I said, okay, let me give this a try. Cause I watch a lot of Twitch, but I don't, I mean, there's so many people at stream. So, you know, I saw this and I was much like you were just watched the one video. And then the next one was queued up. And then about two hours later, there, there's a lot of highlight videos of, of her just sitting yeah. there talking. Uh, and I found that she was, she's really profound. She's got some really interesting things to say and she, uh, uh, she, she's got a, a decent view of things and can sometimes get them out clearly. And when it doesn't come out quite the way that she wants, you could tell that she, it, it she has the same reaction to her ticks as somebody that has annoying hiccups Yep. while she's talking to, while you're talking to somebody and you have just this like hiccup every 15 seconds or so like you know and you're trying to get past it she has that same like facial reaction she's like oh, fuck <laughs> you know <laughs> but what? she acknowledges that they're hilarious right 
and doesn't mind it as long as you don't hit a couple of trigger words that make her just go banana. Yeah. Yep. Banana and tentacles. Those are the two things that are weird for her. But I, I think. Love but bananas. I got. But I got into this <laughs> loop just like you guys, and this is why I posted it. Like I watched one, and then I I was watching her on Twitch, and I was like, I wonder, because she was just talking about something really random, and then I was playing Overwatch. And I was like, I wonder if there's just like a best of. And then I started watching YouTube and it just queued them up one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other. I was like, holy shit. And she's pretty new. I just spit all over the place. Right. Pretty new to Twitch, like maybe three months. Yeah, but she's got a bunch of followers. But honestly, like, I'll probably go home and watch her again tonight just because, like, I need some weird new shit to say. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome stuff. And if you still haven't figured out that you need to watch her yet, um, she's hot, so there you go. Well, that's that's the last that. thing you need to know to go and watch but, her. But yeah, I watch. She also trolls creepy Twitch people that send her dick pits, which is pretty funny too. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I like that she's she she's embraced it to the point that she's open enough where she has certain episodes where she allows people to try to trigger her. She still has her limits of like, don't do these things or this, but send me a video that's like weird or whatever and see how I respond to it. So she's accepted that this is what she has and she's now using it for something that helps her to kind of get through. Well, um, I can imagine it'd be really hard to have like a customer service job of any kinds with threats. So right. I, I, like, I talked to my manager today and I was like, I have someone we need to hire because <laughs> A, we're all about diversity in the workplace right. and what better way to demonstrate that than to hire someone that has a speech issue of Tourette's. And, uh, um, that curses a lot. But... Yeah. Yeah. And so he watched the video and he goes, A, this is the greatest thing I've seen in at least the last 20 years. B, you're never hiring anybody that ever works here ever. <laughs> so I'm not banned from hiring at my place of employment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would create a really weird HR issue, wouldn't it? Yeah, kind of. Because like... somebody has, has a... Do you call it a disability? I guess. And, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a yeah, it's a syndrome. So I guess it would be considered it, it, well, a speech something disability. you can't help, right? right? But hear me out here. So I work well, some a... people that, that have Tourette's though. Most people that have Tourette's don't do the vocal outbursts in the same way. Yeah, they have. So I knew somebody that twitches that had Tourette's that would have a physical twitch to certain things, right? Yep. And then he would uncontrollably make a weird noise with his mouth, like, ah! like that. Yep. And it wasn't like most of the time. You wouldn't be able to ever tell he had Tourette's, and then just something he'd go. Ugh! It's just like he short circuited for a second and he'd right. realign. Yep, and then he'd be back to doing whatever. But his left hand would have like a tremor all the time when he was just idling, like he just like restless leg, but just restless elbow. Right. And, but so, but he didn't curse very much. So hear me out here. So working at a call center, it should be fairly easy to integrate somehow into the system that if you speak to X individual. A disclosure is given up front that says something about you're about to speak to someone who has Tourette's. They are very professional. However, understand that these things may be said. Do you accept the terms of this conversation? And then now people are going to call in just wanting to talk to her because they enjoy that conversation. And it changes it from like something that's like this crazy person to, hey. I know we don't really need to call into this place, but let's go ahead and get get all of this. Person. Let me just say that if I had to call in to pay a bill and I ended up speaking with somebody like Anita, that you right? know, in the middle of like, okay, your bill is like two hundred and thirty dollars. Fuck a kitten, um, <laughs> <laughs> right? I have never ever called a call center wanting 
and enjoying the fact that I get to call them. And it changes it from like being a thing of like dread to be like, oh, I get to call this person. Let's see what fucked up shit they say today. Well, she <laughs> she alternates between my cunt is on fire and my dick is on fire fairly regularly. Yep. And, and I, I laugh I, every time. And what was it? It was like, I came on a dick. I come on a dick. Shit. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck a biscuit. I'll fuck your friends. And something about a grandma. No, I remember there was one that's like, it tastes like God's jizz. God's yes. Jizz. I was like, what? Is, oh, I heard that and I was like, oh my God. That's the greatest. None of these things yeah. could be show titles. I, yeah. I fucked Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think she said I fucked you smooth like Jesus or something like that. Yep. <laughs> Jesus and God were involved. See, yep. the funny thing is, is that so, when she... When when she goes into it, she does have a different voice when she's you know when she goes off and ticks. So if I was just watching or just listening to some of her streams and she ticked like that, yep. I would think that she'd have like a crazy friend right next to her that was just taking over her mic for a second. <laughs> well, you know. So what's funny about all that is there's it reminds me of um, this video I saw uh, a couple weeks ago where there's someone that writes for Pornhub and she does all the closed captions. <laughs> she just the closed captions? Oh, yeah. It's I mean, so that's got to be a very short vocabulary, right? Well, Ooh. she says like how uh, she has like uh, uh, hotkeys for certain phrases that are real common in the porn industry. And I was like, like fuck me and daddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she's like, and then she goes, but sometimes you have unique phrases like this guy that said, I want you to tongue punch my fart box or something like that. <laughs> that actually almost ended up being a show title at one point yes. because I, I heard about that, Trent yeah. said that exact phrase. He was like trying to work it in a conversation. Tongue punch my fart box. Like, yeah. how do you? You, you so, just can't. <laughs> well, so it reminded me of that because I was like, if we she do does these punch, um, uh, Twitch episodes where like, about it, it. it becomes big on YouTube, then somebody may eventually ha have to... Uh, put the closed captions in on this and they're going to have the time of their lives trying to type all this out. You and know, I hadn't actually thought about that. Let me go back and watch those YouTube videos and see if there's closed captioning. Well, she does the, she also does some incredible whistling stuff too, like the tra la 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 song. Right. Yep. Um, oh, she's really good at it too. <laughs> like, yeah, she really is. Yeah. But, it, but I feel like if you're, I have no issue whatsoever telling somebody who listens to this show that you would probably highly enjoy this. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And on top of that, you know, she is really, she, she can get really deep into some topics too. So it's, yeah. She had that conversation very... about like love and how you do these things and it's a debit that you exchange later on. And then like it just got silent in the chat. And then like this kid that was probably like, I don't know, 15 years old goes, you know, you really say some really profound shit. Right. And then nobody said anything. It was just like this dramatic moment. And I was like, uh, where's the fuck your grandma? I, I want to get out of this. It's right. kind of weird. No, but <laughs> it, it's, she does, you know, she does go into that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, just having that kind of a, you know, that kind of a, you know, a speech tick all the time, you know, has to put her in some weird situations. Like, you know, you know, and she has to really think about how, you know, how people react to how she goes about life you know right um where she was at, at a fucking like showing or a video or a fucking you know like a movie theater or something like that sitting next to kids and she'll go off with like tastes like god's jizz right next to like a child um that's an interesting thing to try to explain right she and she's like okay well at this point i'm just creeped out and i'm just gonna go away now thank you very much you know so 
Hey, yeah, at the end of the day, like, I think the job she's chosen for herself to do that right. is probably the perfect job. It is. Because uh, you know, you've got a receptive audience that already understands the terms and conditions of what they're getting into. Right. And it deals with something that she can't help. And well, she's her... turned herself, turned the comedy side of that way up. Right. Is, uh, and, and if you check just... her, tw- uh, her Twitch page out, it's like, it's... Mature audiences only, and she's got disclaimer after disclaimer right at the you know right at the top of her. Well, page. and I think that Twitch is trying to kick her off right now. I don't think so. I thought, but she's were... but she's got an angle on it with I have clinically diagnosed Tourette's. Right, you can't do this. Right, I thought that they were being supportive of it because they had like the moderators that closely monitor it and stuff like well, that. Well, they they do that, but they also have an issue with. I guess she was mentioning there were some tweets out there about their, them trying to get rid of her. I know that she talked okay. about like she's she, got a place in YouTube. Easy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know that she talked about like she can't have any references to drugs because someone talked about like her smoking pot to uh, calm down and help relax some of those things. And she goes, "Well, regardless of how I feel about that, I am contractually obligated that I can't have any drug references or something like that." So um, I don't know. I, I thought that there was. I thought that they were supportive of her, but maybe not. Yeah, it's. Well, that's Twitch, is in a weird, of... Twitch is in a weird spot because there were some girls that were streaming that weren't really doing much other than just wearing as few clothes as possible. Right. So they just were... barely clothed. Is it fair to say that they were kind of twitchy about it? Huh. Uh, oh, that was a bad day. Uh, that was. That was, yeah. Hot. Hot. <laughs> you take another swig of that whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Good on you. Hot. Wait. Hot. Okay. I'm done. Are you stuck on... I don't know. You're stuck in a loop there, buddy. Yep. Uh, yes. So that aside, I felt like it was really uh, something that should be said just because it was so great. Um, and I wanted to plug just because it was the best thing for me while I was playing grindy games this this week. Yep. So if, in case you didn't catch it, that was Sweet Anita Highlights. Or or better yet, review the Sweet Anita boyfriend story. That one was pretty good. Yeah. Or and just I, just review or, Sweet Anita on Twitch. Right. Yeah. Check her out. She the, she streams during the day, which kind of bums me out because I kind of want to like hang out in her chat, maybe subscribe. Fuck, I don't know. I mean, I I like good content. And yep. isn't she in England or somewhere? Some, she's got an accent. So yeah. She's not... I think she's in England. I'm there's man. I can't remember now. Mm, she know, talks about biscuits, so yeah, I bet, I bet she's, she's got a little bit of an accent. Britain, I would right. say somewhere in the British Isles. Yeah, right. It's probably why it's during the day for you, right? Yep. Um, I'm gonna move along, Rusty. Oh god. Aside from the Warframe talk, oh yeah. Um, what have you been up to, Warframe? Well, have you done anything <laughs> else? Uh, I slept. Maybe you uh, slept. <laughs> you literally slept. And played Warframe? Uh, well, I mean, I can't play Warframe in my sleep. Otherwise, man, I'd be, pff, I'd just be rolling. You did nothing platinum. else interesting? Um, uh, I, I, I didn't have anything super interesting happen. Like, you know, it's just a normal week for me, which is work, come home, play Warframe for a long fucking time. Um, there's some Warframe news, which I won't get into right now, but. Yeah, we got um, a segment for that. Uh, but, uh, I, I did get woke up this morning from, uh, you know, my mom actually texted me and said, how, Hey, the dog got attacked. I'm like, Oh, what the fuck? You know? And she sends me this picture of, you know, her pit mix with, 
like a, a, a big, massive fucking gash on her, uh, on her hind leg. And I guess she was attacked by fucking coyotes. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like not, I'm trying to sleep, you know, I, I, that, that really fucks your brain right. when you're it's like, the last oh, thought before you go to bed. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. So I slept for maybe four hours today. That was the last thing I saw before I passed out. And, uh, yeah, I said some weird fucking dreams, man. It was like, uh, I've been, I was being fucking chased by fucking dogs. It was, it was craziness. Um, but no, I, uh, I'm completely fucking uninteresting this week. I think. <laughs> well, I'll, go, I'll... Uh, I, yeah. Cause I haven't really played any other games. Uh, I have been putting a lot more time I and mean, a lot of a lot of the time I've been putting into Warframe is just testing out this fucking massive widescreen that I picked up. Uh the the ultra wide is I was having some problems with uh drivers uh which caused uh Warframe and any other game I was playing on DirectX 11 was to it freeze. curved ultra wide? Yep. Okay, I, th- I thought I saw something on on your post about that or How how big was it again? It's 34 inch wide and you're uh, sitting about as close as I am to the microphone. Pretty much <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I'm do you turn your do you, do you swivel your head as you go side to side? I'm would, aiming to the left. I'm gonna swivel my head to the left. Would you I say that's oh, are you six or ten inches away? I don't. I don't know. I'm about a. Uh, uh, oh god. Uh, yeah, oh god. Like See, oh so my god. Let's, let's figure out what those inches are. Yeah. All right. Get the tape measure out, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, it's uh. Uh, it's not so close that I have to like move my head, but it is fucking big, and uh, and it does engage the peripheral vision a lot. So uh, I actually really enjoy it. And of course, uh, I set up a you know a set up my old monitor as a second monitor, uh, so that I can watch Twitch or look at web pages or whatever. Um, but it it takes some adjustment. And what really pissed me off this entire fucking week until about yesterday, uh, there was some weird fucked up issue with uh, with the video card driver driving that uh, that monitor. And it was only that monitor uh, where it would fuck up any game running to, uh, DirectX 11. And I don't know what the fuck was going on, but it would freeze the video, but the audio would keep going. Uh, so I had to revert all of the games that could be reverted back to DirectX 9 until I figured it out. Uh, and it turned out to be uh, the video card did not like the monitor very well. And I had to get a driver for the monitor. <laughs> so now it works. It was a, it was a hitch in, I think, G-Sync is what it was, ca- was causing the issue. Um, but yeah, I mean... I had to do some detective work on that uh, to get that to work, and now now that I've fixed it, everything is beautiful again. Sweet. It's uh, yeah, I, I I do tech work a lot. So Casey, have you done anything interesting in the what two or three months since you've been on the show? <laughs> you've got I some have. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's been I think a little longer than that. I don't know when the last time was that I was on the show, but um. I, I can say that since the last time I was on the show, I got back into the uh, Army Reserves. Oh, yeah. And as a 30-year-old, had to go back through basic training. Oh, boy. Already, keep in mind, already have been a combat vet, got out, but because I was out for uh, more than five years, uh, they said that I had to go back through basic training. And I was like, oh, 
Great. Okay. Yeah, this will be fun. So yeah. you murdered yourself. Uh, yeah, it was a little intense. Um, it wasn't. It it actually wasn't all that bad. Um, other than the fact that I had to swallow my pride because I was already an NCO, um, being a uh, combat vet overseas, and one of my drill sergeants got in the service in 2011 and hadn't ever been deployed or anything. Not, not talking poorly of that person. Right. They were a solid individual, but I got out in 2011 and they got in service in 2011. And I'm now having to like stand at parade rest and listen to this person yell at me and all this other bullshit and teach me combat tactics. And I was like, you're wrong about that. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> and so it doesn't work that way. I had to keep my mouth shut and I was like, yeah, yes, yeah, sergeant, yeah, sure, whatever. Here's push ups, whatever. Um <laughs> but the worst part about going back through basic training, other than the fact that I was thirty and out of shape, uh, was that I uh contracted Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Ooh, and um I didn't realize the effect that it has on your joints and stuff. I thought, yeah, you just get sick and you deal with it. But um I was struggling uh, throughout basic training and I thought I was just old and decrepit and just a piece of shit but it turns out that I didn't know I had it during that time a week after I got home um, I went to uh, urgent care here because I had like this insane rash that was going throughout my entire body and um, <clears throat> so they thought it was poison ivy at first and I was like listen I'm not a doctor <laughs> but I'm right. about to say listen bitch this isn't poison ivy <laughs> I've had poison ivy several times, and um, I told him I've been bit by a lot of ticks. I spent time at Fort Leonard Wood and all this other stuff. I was in the woods, slept in dirt, whatever. And so they tested me for tick-borne illnesses, and it came back that I had Rocky Mountain spotted fever. And they said, well, what you need to know is that um, this affects your joints, and you're <clears> going to be sore. And I'm like, uh, I've been sore, for the record. <laughs> right. Um, and then that's so, my new normal. <laughs> yeah. And usually it takes at least, uh, two to three weeks to develop, uh, symptoms of showing it. And I was like, I've had this symptom showing for like the last six weeks. So I literally went all throughout basic training, um, of having this where it affects my joints and my ability to have endurance to do things. And so the entire th time that I thought that I was just a piece of shit old man, I had a disease that was holding me back and still did better than some of the 18 year olds that were going through basic training. So I was yeah. like, fuck you bitches. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit better. So did they you. give you some kind of like, I guess it's not antibiotics. What, what did they give you? Yeah, it was, um, uh, just these pills that you take. Um, I'm pretty sure it was antibiotics. I don't remember. Um, it was, it was something cyclo something. Um, but, uh, doxy, it was doxycycline, actually. So, yeah, it was antibiotics. Um, and uh, I had to take that for, like, 15 days straight, and uh, it got better. Uh, but they said that, you know, now you are, like, 45 times more likely to have arthritis uh, in your joints as you develop in age. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, what can you do? <laughs> but it's documented, so, you know, if that does develop, then I can later on uh, file a claim with the VA and um, uh, have help with that. But So that was my... Oh, because you got it in basic. Yes. It was a service-related uh, injury, basically, or illness, but it becomes an injury. I don't know. Yeah, it um, sucks. But that was my uh, April to June or so. So you're um, just active reserve now, right? Uh, yep. I'm in the reserves, and um, I drill out of a unit out, out in Okmulgee, and... Uh, 
uh, started getting back into, I've been trying to get back into gaming because with how busy my life was before, I couldn't really do much gaming. And then um, I found that I really haven't been any less busy, but I was able to take like two weeks off of work because uh, I just saved up all my vacation time. I was like, oh, I haven't taken a day off of work uh, and it's easier to lose it. And I get a month a year. So how about this two weeks? Right. And uh, it was on my birthday. So I just took that off and Fallout 76 came out. And so I bought that and enjoyed playing that for a while and got really pissed off playing it for a while because of all the bugs it was having. But uh, it was still better than a day in the office. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you saw Fallout 76. I mean, yeah, I, I, I need to know how you feel about that game is, you know, in, in general and what pisses you off about. So outside of the bugs. Well, here's the thing. I, I come from a unique standpoint because a lot of the people that are on the show or listen to the show are probably like avid gamers and think that I'm really just a piece of shit that fills it every once in a while. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. You, you're, you're fine. Yeah. Or a poser <laughs> or whatever. But um, so Fallout is one of the games that I've always enjoyed. And whenever it comes out, um, I'll, I will take time off work to buy it. One of my best friends, um, whenever I was in a financial struggle, she knew how much I liked that game, and she actually bought me the Xbox One, and um, because it came with the Fallout Four uh, bundle pack, right? And so I was ecstatic. That was and, that Holly? Yeah. Well, Holly's been on this show several times. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, I was ecstatic about it like that because you know that was one of my favorite games, and I wasn't going to be able to do it because I couldn't a afford the uh, system. First off, I couldn't even afford the game. And she's like, "Oh well." You've done a lot for me. You've worked on my car. Here you go. Happy birthday. And I was like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> Try not to cry and sound like a fucking pod racer on Star Wars. <laughs> so um, she gets me that. And then um, it was great. Um, yeah. So whenever Fallout 76 came out, like I'm a fanboy of it. And so regardless of what the reviews were going to be or whatever, right. um, I got it. Right. Um, but I say that I have a unique position because I'm not like the avid gamer. That's like one of my niche games and I was super excited for it, but I was super frustrated because there was points in the game that I was stuck and I couldn't figure out how to get through it. And if I had been a more avid gamer, then I probably would have realized that this is a bug or this is something stupid and I need to go ahead and just move on and not focus on it. But I got stuck on stupid. And so I kept trying to figure out why I couldn't put a coin in a machine on the game. Um, and so I got frustrated. And I talked to Justin the other day and I was like, it's stupid. I'm stuck on this one episode or this one point in the game. And he was like, yeah, it's a bug. It's a known issue. And, I was, and he just said it so nonchalant. Like, yeah, why I don't you know this? And I was like, oh, I guess I should, probably should have Googled that shit. Well, <laughs> I was I was at, I it was a mission that I was stuck on too. And honestly, I was looking through patch notes to see when it would yep. be fixed. So, so that's why I knew it so quickly. Reading yeah. patch notes is one of the things that we do. So, you know, it, it, I think that's that's another level of gamer, too. Honestly, the people who play the game and just enjoy it, and then the people who really like the game, and then the people who fucking read the patch notes down to the individual fucking line saying, has this been fixed yet? Well, can, and that's, can, that can, game's can we figure this out pretty now? enormous, so it's one of those things where... The spoilers on that game are different, so I say, well, on, just say it. Well, the way the the way the mission structure is laid out and the way that quests are generated, some of them are 
essentially things that are like just <laughs> basic ass radiant quest, Spit right? That shit out. And then some just... of it is just like you know, there's a whole lead up to what you're doing. And so one yeah. of those, this was a side mission yeah. that was named that I could just look up, and I was like, okay, so what's yeah. the deal with this? Why is it not? So I looked up the name of the quest, then looked at patch notes, and then figured it out. Mm-hmm. And typically with that game I've been, I've had different points where I wasn't happy with something and I wanted to see, were they aware, right? And then what were they taking with a grain of salt from what's popular to hate right Were now? they aware? <sighs> Please. Yep. You're talking about Bethesda here. They're aware. They're yeah. aware. They're aware because there are a very vocal group of people on this game on both sides it's because there's people who actually wanted this game to succeed now there we're Me. i'm not going to dig too i'm one of those people just for the record right I'm, <laughs> but i'm i'm also you remember how i don't feel like this is no man's sky when it released okay so yes and no so yeah, No Man's Sky was a different thing for no, me. No, the, the expectation <laughs> that people blow out of the water with this is it's not Fallout 5, and it wasn't advertised as such. Right. No, so the the comparison between uh, No Man's Sky and, and Fallout 76, I don't, I, I don't think it's that's... About ten, it's about expectations. Well, okay, so expectations are one thing, but No Man's Sky actually showed you something and didn't deliver, which is different than saying... The reaction's almost the same. So, I mean, the personal reaction, sure, that would be very similar. It goes into the whole... Here's an irritation point I want that isn't just regulated to Fallout 76, right? Mm. It's the the hype train or the hate train that goes on something. Oh, well, that's the internet. Right, but you get... 10,000 people that dogpile on something. It's like Steam. Like, we want to talk about, like, some of the new platforms that are coming out there. Like, there's not going to be a user review system on the Epic Games launcher. Yes, there will. Well, not in the same way that they do on Steam, because what happens with Steam is Steam gets review bombed with stuff, right? Somebody doesn't like something, they review bomb it, right? Another example of that was Bard's Tale 4, um, a game that I actually enjoyed. I wouldn't call it Game of the Year, but I wouldn't call it a pile of seething shit that was the reaction of some people when they played it, right? Right. And so it got review bombed in a game that I genuinely liked um, that also released early before they had addressed some issues that should have been addressed before they put it out. Um, And I think Fallout 76 falls prey to some of those same practices of we said we're going to release this in November regardless if it's ready or not. It, it was. No. I think I, it was. It was pretty clear that it wasn't quite ready. Um, I've played worse games that were like ready and delivered and whatever, and like piles of crap. But it wasn't quite ready. But it was still playable, and I enjoyed the playtime that I had. Yeah, I had points of frustration. But what's life without being frustrated? Huh? You know, well, uh, when when I play a game, I kind of want it to actually work. Yeah, uh, and, and I mean, I wasn't happy. I was like, "Yay, a glitch!" Uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't want to. I don't want to have to spend a, uh, a bunch of time actually trying to yeah. figure out how to work around something. And I did that with No Man's Sky for way longer than I should have, and ultimately, the fix that I found for it broke the game for me. I stopped playing immediately afterwards. Well, I'll say um, like the frustration point with Fallout, I think initially for me was not the NPC system or any of those things that people 
quote-unquote wanted for the game, right? But it was more of the inventory management initially because yeah. 400 pounds was definitely not enough in that game. And, <clears throat> and for me, I I won't... I I won't give them any more money for a fucking you know for not innovating their fucking tech. I won't fucking give them any more money until they fucking show me that they're innovating on the tech and not just reskinning the same tech. Well, I'm not going to get back on that argument with you because uh, they've changed a lot of the tech too. Well, that okay is remember we had this discussion about <laughs> engines. Yes, we had this discussion about engines. And, and they're the using whole... several different pieces of tech on this engine than and they were before. It doesn't matter if they render differently or anything like that. Those are plugins to the fucking engine, and those can be added and removed. My problem is, is the actual fucking engine itself. Well, the engine's a compilation of all those pieces of tech, so it's not fair to say that the only thing it really has in common with Fallout 4 is the base editor the core of the fucking editor is but they old. rebuilt it from the ground up well the no the core of that is from 2011 unreal 4 is the same age <laughs> unity is older than their engine look at the other games that they've got you know under their umbrella like bethesda studios and fucking you know they've got fucking id I'm just. You know, they've got I, ID tech. They've got right, but ID the is Doom not, tech behind shit. But the Doom tech doesn't do the same thing. With that no, is. I don't. I I know that, and I get that. But if they've got the Doom tech behind it, they've got a good level editor there. That and doesn't do the individual objects thing that this does. So it integrate. Wraps te- it wraps textures. Integrate. I think you're going into a territory you're not fully educated enough to speak to. No, I think I am it speaks not fully to... educated, so I've just been kind of backing out of all of this. <laughs> I don't want, to, and I don't want to get into that that disagreement with you right now. Yeah, but in general, so I'm going to say I'm going to point it back at Casey. What do you like and what do you don't like? Sweet, because I was about to say, hey, let's backtrack for a second. So um, I really like the fact that um, hey, it's under the Fallout brand. I mean, they I really like the games that they produce, but um, I like the I, I didn't like it at first, the way that they had their special um, attributes uh, laid out, because I was used to where you could see the hierarchy where it had uh, your initial stuff at the top and how it drills down, and you could see the path progression that you could take, and you could make a decision of how you wanted to develop your character. Well, Fallout 4 style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I was expecting, but this has like a, a deck of cards that you have to do do and you don't get to see that progression of how that tree could really fall out um as you elect one um type of character or not character but a ability then you can see how that one ability develops why are we laughing about this you both are just like <laughs> laughing and laughing and i'm just like i just used the word fallout fall <laughs> uh, i don't know it was i'm a, just that was just a dumb joke. thing yeah no. I guess I missed it. <laughs> yes, you did. Sorry. That's okay. Anyway, so the way that the, it was structured, like, um, I liked how it was before, um, but on this, it's just like you're uncertain of how you want to develop your, your path. However, what I really like about it is the fact that you can exchange the cards. So based on where you're about to go or what you're about to do, you can trade out the abilities that you have, and you're not stuck with only what's attached to you. Um and so you have the ability to really um, respec. 
yeah, but you you have the control over your person other than just uh, what its overall ability is. You can control each individual environment that it's about to enter. Right. Um, or if you're traveling with people, then you can share certain abilities so that the group benefits from what you can do. And so I think that that's a really cool feature of the game. Well, and me and Casey, I've played exclusively... Well, I played once with Trent, but mostly with Casey, and I yep. usually share a card that does damage resistance for the party, and then one that does a revive over, like a heal over time when you revive somebody. So with my character being like level 70 and, and Casey's level 25, it tends to 26. spawn- Oh, you got 26. Okay. <laughs> 26. But when we travel together, it tends to spawn much higher level enemies, and so for- like how high like level 62 yeah so that's something i didn't realize for a while because whenever i first started out playing you were helping me get along through the game just to like get me started right and but you started out playing just on your own accord and so whenever we went to certain missions and there was like these level 46 guys that were appearing and i was like level 17 i was like how the fuck did you get through this like i would not get through this if you weren't here and you're like yeah i struggled for like a minute and then i figured it out and i was like no no no. there's no struggling for a minute here there is a like 30 point gap between the two of us or 30 little like, gap I'm, I'm just pretty much a pro gamer at this point so yeah, I'm, I'm not a pro gamer I'm, I'm kind of cheating the game so fun fact about that is that I was actually giving him that credit I was like look I get it I don't game as much as you do but goddamn, <laughs> this is bullshit I'm not that retarded <laughs> So then I started playing whenever Justin wasn't with me, and then they went from being like level forty six to being like level seventeen to twenty. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't make the connection at first. And then Justin joined my game, and then everybody jumped back up in their levels again. And I was like, what the oh? <laughs> it's it's not- trying, it's trying to like make a. Like uh, most people, medium. yeah, but there's no medium yeah, there it's, because it's there's a an, there's it, a. 35 point gap yeah. so if it's it, not it, an average of the skill levels because if it is then whoever's the highest point is still going to dominate those people that are uh, below them so it actually tends to follow whomever the most powerful person in the group is that's about the level expectation of the enemies that you can expect so that brings me up to a thought here but I mean, there's if, a cheat to that and i'll tell you about that in a second so if if he's playing level 20 25 content you you join at level 70 and it bumps those things up to like level 50 or some shit, right? Yep. Does he get ex- additional experience for kills from that? So that's the point I, I knew we were going to get to. So here's the, the fun thing is that if he kills the person by himself, I don't get any experience for it. But if I shoot that person one time we and share. then he kills him, then we share that experience. So it was let Casey, or, we kind of pulled a wow mechanic. Casey yeah, pulls everything tag and it. I finish yep. it. I just run around I have, with an automatic weapon and I just, just start shooting th- people, <laughs> spray and pray. And then Justin starts killing everyone and I'll get like 150 to 300 points of experience per person he kills. Um, and he gets the same amount. So it's not like divvied up. Like right. we, each, we each get the same amount of experience points. Um, and all I did was shoot the person once and run away. It's great. It helped, me, it helped me get to level 26 pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, and I there is something drastically, because it does a random loot roll, I have a level 15 weapon that dominates the game right now. Oh, yeah. yeah so that's have, another thing, is that you have a ridiculous weapon. That... It's, a, it's so broken. It's, it's almost unfun how powerful the gun is, okay. and I'll tell you why. Because the way my character spec'd out, I spec'd high in strength initially because I wanted to carry a lot of shit. 
Um, and I actually like the melee, so I was like, okay, melee seems way stronger than it's ever been in any of these games. So I'm going to carry a melee weapon because all it's going to do is break, so I always carry a couple melee weapons. And then shotguns are also in the strength tree, so I started specking into shotguns. And then intelligence is where I craft everything, which, of course, I'm carrying a whole load of junk with me everywhere. Right. So that also has another tree for explosive damage. Oh, God. So I found a gun that gives me plus 50. I have plus 50% damage with shotguns already, and I have plus 100% damage in explosives. It's an exploding shotgun. <laughs> so it's 100% extra damage, and it's per pellet that it shoots all explode for like a hundred damage. And it shoots like eight pellets. So I, and I have like a, a choke basically that narrows the spread of the shotgun. So I can snipe kind of with the shotgun because the pellets explode for so much. So there are level 70 elite enemies that I take down in about four shots. And to be fair, it does take like 15 seconds or so to reload that shotgun. But I mean, 15 if you, seconds. Yeah. 15, but it's, <laughs> I've got, it's down it's to like, about two seconds. It's a two, it's a double barrel shotgun that breaks hold, open in the middle. Oh, that one. I thought we were talking about that. that um, that's right. No, <laughs> I have a four barrel, I have a four barrel musket that I yeah. also use. 15 seconds. And that thing takes like four seconds to reload it's because like, you watch him and it I looks like he poured, it's got a different animation for reloading than a regular musket. So the regular musket, you pour in the powder, right. then you put in the shot and then you use the ramrod to pack it in. Right. This one, he takes the powder and pours it in all the barrels, like in a big circular motion. It just looks like he's pouring gunpowder all over himself. Yep. And then he loads each individual barrel and then packs each individual barrel. Yep. So it takes like four or five seconds to reload it, but it's like a one-shot kill on a sneak shot for most things. Yep. So I have these two weapons that are ridiculous. Yep. And I make my own grenades. So I always have grenades, a super sledge, a big O sword, a musket, and a shotgun that does stupid damage, and I just and then I always wear power armor, so I just dominate all over the place. So he just walks around <laughs> with like a twelve inch cock, just like, whoop. yeah, just. What's <laughs> up? Twelve inches? Ten yeah. inches? Eight no, inches? No, no, this, this exceeds this exceeds the measurements. Okay. Yeah. yeah, because it, like I said, I haven't run. There's the scorch beasts, which are basically the dragons in Fallout seventy six. Okay. And those are the only things that give me trouble because they're resistant to projectile attacks and resistant to energy, which is what explosive damage transfers into. So I always end up having to use either the musket or like a I have a lever action rifle that I use to take them down. And I always try to find turrets to help me take them down because they give you some rare resources, which is why I like to kill them. What was funny about that, though, is like we, we were looking for something from one of the quests I was on. It was like a some sort of radioactive material of some sort. But so we went to this wasteland area where we thought it would be most likely to be found. And um, there's uh, the um, helicopter things that were flying over and those went away. We shot the Healy birds uh, down or whatever they were called, vertebrates. Yeah. Um, but there was a, the government drone thing that kept flying around and we probably wasted like, 300 rounds of ammo trying to shoot this thing down before we finally just accepted the fact that it was had to have been a glitch. Because um, he's shooting his musket and his shotgun and all this other stuff, and I'm shooting my little 308 at it, and it barely does any damage to it, and then it heals, and we just wasted a bunch of time. Well, and the nothing. crazy thing is, like, if the, the legendary creatures in the game, when you shoot them... Let's say they're not supposed to be killed in one shot. They have like three stars, which means they're going to have like three yeah. bars of health. Yep. I knock them all the way down to the end, and then they regenerate. And then I knock them down again all the way to the end, and they regenerate. And then I knock them down all the way to the end, and then they yep. regenerate, and then they're dead. 
because it won't let you one-shot them, so it just goes all the way down and re- regenerates the bar health. Oh, that's fair. That's what it does instead of Justin's giving it a shooting at this fair. point. In my that's not fair. So if at I've got some a point gun I... that's going to blow off a freaking body part, you bet your ass I want to <laughs> one-shot something. But it's... That's the part that I say is kind of cheating about it. And I expect at some point they're going to nerf it. I'm just not going to tell Bethesda about it because... Yeah. Except Enjoy for right lives. now. Yeah. Yeah, if they're listening. But yeah. I won't hey, say Bethesda. what shotgun it is. You have to figure that out. Yeah, but it's a literally a level 15 random rule shotgun. And I tried it out one time. I was like, holy shit, this thing's powerful. And there's a lot of things that have modular damage. So like there's an area that has a repeatable quest where you can shoot down the Scorch Beast. Yep, and you have all these scorch, which are basically like intelligent ghouls that carry weapons. That they run a raid on this point, and then you have multiple scorch beasts, and you have a rocket launcher and all these walls to kind of protect you. But they all take damage, and you can't repair them. And my thing is, if I shoot the shotgun at a ghoul that's hiding by the wall, I blow the wall up. So I can't use the shotgun. I have to use my super sledge. So I use my super sledge, killing them when they're close to the wall. Then I use the shotgun and everything else, including the scorch beast. Okay. And so, it's one of those things like, you know, like cars blow up and fall out, right? And like anytime I shoot anything around cars, like chain reaction, it's like supernova. Yep. The whole parking lot. So long story short is I really do enjoy the game. <clears throat> um, it has its own glitches. They released it sooner than they should have, but they stuck to the word. They had a release date and they said, you know, for better or worse, for richer or poorer, here you go. And um, I think that it's it's still been worth it. Uh, I, and I've enjoyed playing it. Uh, I wish I could play it more, but I've enjoyed playing what I have. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, uh, I'll say for the modular system, a lot of people are upset about the card packs. Like, there's no way to buy card packs right now. So you get, you always get like one quote unquote special card with every pack you open. Yep. And a whole bunch of the base abilities, and a lot of the base abilities are abilities you need anyway. So the special card, I have only found one that I liked, which is called Bear Arms, which. It shows a picture of a vault boy with bears oh, on his arms. Right. And it just reduces the weight of heavy weapons by 30%, which is good for me now. So, like, if they ever fuck up the shotgun, I've got a build of cards ready for me to set it up on a heavy weapons setup so that I can use just pure heavy weapons. Because I showed him I have, like, the broadsider, which is just right. the is cannon. Big fucking cannonball. Right. And yeah. I make my own ammo. So, it's I'll make cannonballs and then I'll just. Broadsider. So, really, that kind of. I think that's one of the reasons why I really enjoy the game, now that I actually think about it, is to a certain extent, the game's kind of cerebral, and meaning that you have to create strategies. You have all these options that are available to you, but you have clearly developed a strategy that helps you get through that game, which is to develop a weapons system setup with uh, the cards that you have, but when you're doing other scenarios, then you change the character development um, for you to be able to get through it. So it's really cerebral in the fact that you're creating well, strategies I've, for different scenarios. Like I didn't bulk up into agility. Agility deals a lot with pistols and yeah. uh, light weapons. So I've got a separate character that I plan on. If I ever catch up with you, I'll use him. But he's pure pistol spec, so he has very low strength. Um, everything deals with critical and like additional damage with my pistols and additional damage with sighted pistols. Um, I've got like a scope 44 that I got with him. So like when I, I like that one, but like, it's one of those things with him that I'm going to solely focus on that. And they just buffed automatic weapons. So I may do automatic weapons as a secondary instead of melee, just because you can get a decent amount of bump with the melee hit on the weapon to push something back to shoot it. Yep. 
I don't know. It's it's a weird game. It's, it is. It's weird. Like they just increased stash limit. Me and Casey tested that out the other night um, by two hundred pounds. So now it's at six hundred. Ooh. Um, which did make a difference. I'm not carrying all my junk on me now. Well, there's also a strategy behind that because if you don't realize that up front, because I, uh, again, not really focusing what heavily. Did, what did you do in Fallout Three? I. What's the. Uh, basis behind that question i've never answered that uh so uh, we <laughs> we've had this talk so when you were you were in the army and you were playing fallout 3 pretty exclusively oh, yeah how i was many, in the middle what, of iraq when i was playing that like how many items did you collect a lot a lot <laughs> <laughs> he had every item he could pick up in the game yeah in his bag okay. at okay. one point yeah so i told that story because i told about me, I collect when too we, much shit. Yeah, we know. Yeah, and the show knows too because we were talking about it a couple episodes ago, right. and I was like, Casey would be like, "Hey, there's there's a screwdriver. There's there's, a, there's, there's a some cups here. in here." Hey. I don't think I was that bad. We could use this pencil. I'm pretty sure that this pencil is useful. Graphite, yeah, duh. <laughs> so okay, I think it's the lead in the pencil. Oh my god, it's graphite. That's what's in pencils. I know, but in the game, I think they identified as lead for you could have. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, it's yeah. lead and wood. My bad. Um, yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> we only spend like three hours on our first quest because of your collection shit and getting weighed down. That's not relevant. Not yes, it is. <laughs> that's not relevant. That's not what I did. So uh, I liked crafting, crafting things. Because... And clean out everything. Yeah, hey, how else are you gonna craft? That's but, how I played Fallout Four. You can't blame the man. So I mean, he still have you built a base yet? No. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got that's all. That's what the, you use all the shit for. Yeah, that's what he's got all the uh, the materials for. When it comes time, I'm fucking ready. All right. When it comes time, he's got a fucking castle. So <laughs> you can make a house with like 200 wood in that game. Yeah, I've got. Well, you got like that. a thousand. <laughs> we don't need so, to talk about it. <laughs> so it's more. We, we were walking the other night, and Casey's like, "Hey, there's wood here." I was like, "There's wood everywhere." <laughs> it's and like it, you found like a dead, a dead log, and you're like, "Hey, there's wood." I was like, "Casey, what are you doing?" He's like, "I'm harvesting wood." So <laughs> once you, you said that, wood. I kind of have an epiphany. I was like, oh, "I have shit. a problem." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit! This um, happened. So where that, that all came kind of from that because I, I like to craft things, but I didn't have a weight limit either. I did not realize that um, with Fallout 76 whenever I started playing. So I just followed back my traditional strategy of collect everything and store it and deal with it later. And um, it turns out there was a weight limit. Yes. And, and so later on, um, I realized that I had stored a whole bunch of stuff without scrapping it. So I uh, went to my stash box and I literally grabbed all of the junk out of it, which I missed the fact that you can't take all. There's not an option to take all. So I had to sit there like a jackass pressing like A or whatever, like 10,000 times to like accept. Yes, accept. Yes, accept. And I had to uh, accumulate all the things in my personal inventory. So I weighed like, I don't know, 600 pounds or something stupid. And I went to the station that was next to me because it was in the Riverside, Very not the Riverside, slow, manner, the resort place. Um, and, uh, I scrapped everything and then put it all back. And then suddenly I saved like a hundred pounds just by scrapping. And I was like, you know, maybe I didn't really need the extra weight. I just need to like not be a jackass. Um, and then after that, like I started to save other stuff and very quickly I was over the 400 pound limit anyway. So, oh, well, I mean, 
Well, and they have, like, tactics of bulking items, too, to help with that stuff, which means if you grab plastic, you can bulk pretty much everything. Use plastic and acid, and, like, you use that to bulk stuff. So if you had 30 things of wood that would weigh normally 30 pounds, you bulk it together, and it now weighs, like, 7 pounds or something. I don't don't know what the conversion is, but... Because mass, right. Okay. Yep, science. (laughs) Yeah, because of uh, game science. Game science, yes. But if you just build a base, like you, then you'd use some of those yeah. resources you accumulated. Yep. Uh, and then you'd have all those workbenches. Yep. I mean, it's not I the same. Travel, I could travel to it for free, and yeah, it's not the same. But I mean, there was there was times where we were playing Ark, uh, and uh, you were about ready to go to bed, and I'm like, "Well, we need metal, uh, so I'm gonna do some metal." And you're like, "Well, I'm gonna p- pass out because that's what you always did." And um, I said, all right, fine. So fucking six hours later, I'm still fucking gathering metal and I've got more metal than I know what to fucking do with for like ever. Uh, remember, I built the fucking uh, smelter up on the mountain just so I didn't have to travel with all the fucking ore. But did you have a weight limit? <laughs> yeah, you uh, definitely yeah, do in You arc. do have a oh, weight okay. limit in ARC. You have a weight was... limit in the boxes too, but you can craft more boxes. Right. The You can have as many boxes as you want. Uh, and... Well, and the notes said they were going to check server stability after they upped it to 600 to see how to increase it further. Well, so they gave you like a 50% increase now to see what they need to do to optimize it to continue to do that. Right. And there's, there's, I haven't really database issues with having so many different items. Yeah. The whole thing is you have to have all those are trackable items that even if you log out or log back in, they have to be able to get it back to you. So, yeah. Uh, Well, and I think so. I'll say some positives right now as far as, like, trolling and stuff like that, right? Like, I haven't had the issues with trolling that I thought I would because it takes a while to kill somebody. Every now and then I randomly get shot by somebody because, like, oh, high-level person, but it does nothing to me. I just keep on trucking. Yep. And then I enable pacifist mode so I don't accidentally shoot somebody. So, like, I see somebody that's in trouble with my explosive shotgun i don't just blow him up yeah don't fucking insta give him some well if there's a fucking you know uh whatever whatever the fuck zombie well it's also known aka as me trying to kill someone and he shoots them and i'm i would have been collateral damage uh several times (laughs) right so like at this point like i can barely injure him by accident if i'm using the shotgun versus like just completely blowing him the fuck up well i think that if you're in a team i think that you inherently can't injure me no you totally can really because I, I was talking about it a couple weeks ago i had some i got a bounty on myself by accident i was actually trying to help somebody out yeah. with their setup so they were getting raided on their base by a whole bunch of stuff yep and i don't know it wasn't really an event it was just like there were a whole bunch of like those uh big grafton monsters that were attacking him yep like four of them along with some death claws like the game just like wow. spawned all the fucking hate <laughs> on this guy and i was like i'm gonna help him out and because I felt bad. I was like, his base is getting obliterated. Yep. So I started shooting him, and I accidentally shot his base, which flagged me as wanted. And then I shot again and blew up a turret, which flagged me as more wanted. And then after that, I sent him a message. I was like, that wasn't my intent, but I really need to get rid of this bounty. I was like, do you want to team up and then kill me? And then I'll come back and get you. Can you watch my scrap or whatever? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. He's like, you help me out. And I've got a whole lot of loot. Yep. So I let him kill me. Like, we teamed up. I basically just let him shoot me several times outside of my power armor and then I just like respawned right next to it and then picked up my junk and went on. Huh. I was like, here's a gift of 40 caps. <laughs> like, Aw, aren't you a good guy? 
but it was because that's how you resolve have... problems in, in video games. It's like I'm sorry, I I accidentally fucked yeah. your shit up. Please kill me. I had I had something kind of similar like that happen. I was uh, uh I engaged a deathclaw outside of the um, uh, what was that? The resort place that like big resort place where there's something resort, um, and uh, I shot him, and then I was like, oh. You're a uh, level 50 and I'm a level 10. I'm going to run away like a little bitch. So I did. And I ran back to the uh, resort and then the robot started attacking him. So I turned around and I was like, sweet. And I grabbed my shotgun and I shot at the death claw and a pellet grazed a robot or something like that. And now the entire resort turned to enemies so not only did i have a death claw chasing after me but i had the entire fucking resort of all these robots attacking me yeah like it's like there's the big assaultrons or whatever that are <laughs> yep. watching around and then the what are the like skinny ones the uh securitrons or whatever plus the like there's the assaultron there was the robotrons there was the uh mr handies uh handies or whatever and like they all just like instantly stopped what they were doing. It was like a dramatic turn to where they slowly pointed at me <laughs> and it started to march to me. And I was like, fuck this. And so my all only their response, eyes went from blue to red. Well, so and... my only response was like, fuck this, I'm running inside. So I ran inside the resort that they belonged to. So once I loaded inside the resort, everything inside the resort shot me. I died. Yeah. Long story short, I died. I was murdered. Absolutely <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> It was murdered. Yeah. By Ruba. Um It was and, an accident. And so I thought that, you know, once you respond, that like it's like, all right, we get it, we forgive you, uh, problem solved, you died, get over it. So I was like, cool. So I traveled to the resort so I could pick up my shit that I just lost from being murdered. <laughs> and it turns Brutally out savaged. Uh they still hated me. Oh hey. And so I respond. And died instantly because they all just shot me and it was a uh, hellfire of glory. Um, I think there's some kind of timer on it. Yeah. I was done for the next 24 hours <laughs> in real time. I don't know if that's the timer, but it turns out if you turn your Xbox off, cry, go to sleep, wake <laughs> up, cry, go to work, come home, and then play, then they forgive you. But the crying is important. Yeah, the, the crying, the crying is, is definitely important. If you don't cry, then they they just think you're full of shit. <laughs> but that that was my my thing is a stupid stray pellet from a shotgun blast. Uh, fucked me over for that. That's uh, I'm not very. I I'm, I still think you should get the game and play it. It's I enjoy it. It's just. I'm I will sure it'll only be on, play it'll that only game. It'll if, be on multiple sales at some point. Yeah, I, I will only play that game if somebody gives it to me, and you and want, you didn't play Battlefront two, and that was given to you. You don't want to pay sixty bucks. No, no, no. no. I, I played mean, Battlefront two. Paid sixty bucks for it. I I played Battlefront two. I played enough of it to realize that it wasn't for me. <laughs> then again, I st- you know I stopped playing you know shooter games like that. You know. I yeah. think I'll, I'll, this winter I'll actually play more Battlefront too. I actually don't mind that game so much. It's and it's and it's an odd thing because I came from fucking Call of Duty, right? Um, and this guy over here, he's like, no, I don't fucking play Call of Duty games. Battlefront Two is basically Star Wars battle, you know, fucking Call of Duty. Um, but no, I, I just I found 
and it's really odd. I like grindy games, and I like you know I like gunplay. I mean, that's why I like Warframe. It's fucking grindy, and it's gun uh, gunplay, right? Um, but something about fucking Battlefront just just doesn't jive quite right. And it's and it mainly is because I I don't know. It's it just feels different, feels wrong, and, and I'm. I'm not big on the hero thing either. Like, if it was just fucking, like, soldiers fighting on a fucking battlefield, yep. you know, I would be all right. But as soon as you get that fucking prick that fucking, you know, that always plays Darth Maul and is always fucking, like, force bouncing himself off fucking walls and shit, like, all right. I, I don't feel like me as a one dude with a fucking laser rifle could take this guy down. So I, Shannon and I, um, my wife, Shannon, uh, we used to love playing uh, Modern Warfare 3. We do the survival mode where you go as far as you can on all the different uh, maps and whatnot, but it's like a a co-op, but you could do it over um, the internet with somebody on the other side, or it could be the two of you multiplayer in your own home. Right. and that was a thing that me, my wife, and my brother had because uh, he was stationed in Fort Sill. And that was kind of a connection that we had is uh, whenever he got off and I was able to play, then we would do those games and me and my wife would trade off. And then later on, fast forward, my brother moved in with me and it was something that continued on. We played uh, uh, in the home. So we really enjoyed doing that. And um, <clears throat> the game got scratched up and all this other stuff. And we ended up going through like three different copies of the game. So... Uh, with the Xbox One, digital copy becomes available. Right. But fast forward a couple of years, uh, we didn't. The by fast forward a couple of years, um, that's rewinding back two weeks. I'm not uh, being confusing or anything. Yeah, no, you're you're um, you're, for, you're fine. So two weeks ago, uh, <laughs> me and my wife uh, were like, you know what? We really want to get that game again and let's play it. Let's have a night at home. Um, I'll drink. She will uh, inhale a substance that comes from an herb. And we'll have a great time. Um, yeah. And so uh, so we download the game, and we mistakenly, because I'm already drunk at this point, and I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and, um, so we download the game, and we ended up downloading Modern Warfare 1, uh, which doesn't have that option. No. Uh, but I guess they did a remastered thing yep. of it. So we said, screw it. We'll do the whole campaign. We had a fun time playing the campaign. We trade off, and uh, we played online. Playing online was the worst thing we've ever done. Oh. Here's why. You have to remember from my earlier conversation that although we enjoy gaming, we are not avid gamers. Okay. And all these people that re-downloaded it are avid gamers and And are extremely uh, ecstatic of the fact that their kill-death ratio is like 3,000% kills to... A 1% death, and I'm sitting here like 1% kill to a 3,000% death ratio, and I was like, this game's not fun. There's there's the guys that get 30 kills and one death and is pissed, and then there's the guys that get one kill and 30 deaths, and they're like, I killed a dude. Yeah, my my KD (laughs) ratio, the best one I had the entire time I played was .56. For every two deaths I had, (laughs) I killed one person. That was the best I ever did. And I was like, 
fuck you bitches and they're like you're a piece of shit you're a worthless gamer and i was like i don't want to play feeding. this game anymore you're feeding and it wasn't like you know there's the whole like old school story that goes around where like uh, all these 12 year olds and 13 year olds kick my ass when i play and that's when i'm playing like I fulfilled that stereotype <laughs> and I just didn't want to play online anymore after that. Like I got to like the level five private or whatever. Right. And there's these people that are like 52 times prestige. And I'm like, fuck you. And like, <laughs> fuck you. And I was like, I'm going to go fuck my wife. And they're like, well, I'm going to go fuck my girlfriend. And I'm like, are you old enough to do that? Like, this is an honest question. Like, I'm not trying to belittle you. Are you <laughs> old enough to do that? And they're like, yeah, 12 is like the new 30. And I'm like, oh I'm God, and this is weird. <laughs> so I deleted the game that I paid $35 for just because it was a weird uh, interaction there uh, um, I yeah. don't know why we got on that story but no, that's, 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 that's Call of Duty that's Call of Duty though I mean that's yeah. that's the thing like, I, I, I really enjoy Call of Duty but like I only want to play the survival thing because that's not only like the emotional connection of like the family uh, thing that we had but like I enjoyed playing that because I didn't have to deal with people calling me a piece of shit all the time because I'm not a great gamer. I get I, it. I'm just I, trying I played, to have fun. I played Call of Duty primarily for the multiplayer and yeah. uh and most of that was online and we we I mean there's a name for those people. We call them squeakers because yeah, well, they squeak. Well, when uh, it came out, I was decent at the game. Like, I didn't have like this amazing kill death ratio, but I would at least have one more kill than the amount of dies uh, I had. So I, I at least produced toward the success of the team. I, but yeah, I I had a three point KD ratio. But I never did. I'm, uh, <laughs> I killed three people to my one death. So yeah, I will say <laughs> switching gears a little bit. Um, I had a really oddball week. Um, my dog in the last two weeks has kind of switched to sneaking up on the bed. Oh yeah. And so I, I've blamed my girlfriend about it. She was doing some computer work and decided she wanted to work on my big computer. So I gave her the garage door opener and let her work while I was at work, you know, and she really likes the dog. So she decides she's going to go in the bedroom and watch some Netflix and just like chill out on her lunch break basically while she was hanging out well she decided to let the dog on the bed and the dog has not left the bed so i've been sending her pictures <laughs> like this that uh. just say this is your fault because i woke up in the middle of the night and it's a picture of the dog sleeping on a pillow uh. and what happened is i woke up in the middle of the night a few nights ago and i look over and she's like staring at me and i was like what are you doing <laughs> and she's literally on the pillow and you can see the creepy dog stare is I'm it just, just i'm just watching you sleep yeah, that's okay. exactly what's going on. And I just look up, and then she's, like, looking at me. So I just turned on flash and hit my camera. I was like, this is ridiculous. So I think it's funny that you mentioned that because that's just kind of, like... Like, I still don't let her sleep there when I'm conscious. Yeah. And I wake up, and the dog's, like, looking at me. Right. And I've... it's, like, early in the fucking morning. At least she's not sitting in your face while you're sleeping. No, so. she's just sleeping on the pillow next to me, staring at me. Oh, I've oh. just, like, my dogs, they sleep, like, so I have only, I only have a queen-size bed, but it's me, my wife, and one to two dogs. And these dogs are not, like, lap dogs. I consider them lap dogs just because I've always enjoyed bigger dogs, but, like, our smallest dog is 45 pounds. And... <laughs> um. Like to me that that's a small dog. That's not a lap dog. <laughs> that's well, it is for me. Like I'm used to like um for predominantly growing up I had black labs, but the black labs were bigger dogs. Right. And they were between eighty five to hundred and ten pounds. 
And so those became like the dogs for me. Those were my lap dogs. Yeah, they were only half on my lap because they were fucking huge. But um, so anyway, um, one of the dogs, uh, uh, which is her name is Zoe, um, and she is probably about 45 pounds. She will not not sleep on the bed. You'll kick her off. She will leave for 10 minutes. She understands the time it takes for you to fall asleep. And then she hops right back on the bed. But she does it so, like, angelically. Like, you can't feel her jump on the bed. And what's worse about it is that we recently got a new mattress because um, in Tulsa Hills, they had the one of the mattress firm places went out of business. So they had, like, it's great deal and all this stuff. Right. I should have done that. Yeah. So we got, like, this mattress that is normally, like, $2,800, and we got it for, like, uh, $1,300, which I still think is stupid to pay for a mattress. But, you know, we'll have it for the next 20 years, and it's great. Um. But now, when she jumps on the bed, I literally have no idea that she jumped on the bed because she's a soft landing dog anyway, and it has all this, like, absorbent material that, like, I have no idea. And then I'll be burning up in the middle of the night, and then I wake up, and there's a dog that's, like, three inches. So, you know, six inches, of course. from my face and then I'm like and I have like this real uh, reaction so then she kind of wakes up and she just like raises an eyebrow looks at me and is like what's up bro and she just kind of like goes back to sleep and I'm like I'm burning up I have no room I have a two foot area that I'm sleeping in I'm gonna go sleep on the couch <laughs> so yeah that's that's another story that I just randomly inserted into this. Well, hey, whatever. To be fair, like it's been a really random week for me too. Like I told the story of my uncle stealing the turkey last week, and so I smoked a turkey and had lots of smoked turkey, and then I smoked some ribs. Um, but I also really randomly on Sunday night, um, I didn't really have anything going on, and my friend that used to drum in my band and play bass in my band, mm-hmm. um, he. I haven't really talked to him in five years, and then just out of the blue, he sends me this text. He's like, hey, you want to go to Smashing Pumpkins tonight? Oh. And I was like, "Yeah, yes. <laughs> the, only, uh, the only was like, acceptable answer to that is I yes. I was like, well, I mean, there's people who don't like the pumpkins, right? But I grew up with them. So, like, I've seen them two other times besides this, and I was like, sure, yeah. I Why mean, not? I would love to see my second favorite drummer drum. Yeah. So, please, yes, let me take me to the Jimmy Chamberlain show. I am all about this. So, yeah, like, and he's on his way back from Memphis, and I find out this whole story about his girlfriend having to go to a funeral. They found out about mid-vacation, and he had an extra ticket, Balcony Center Row Brady, that cost like $90, and he didn't want to get rid of it. And he's like, I know we and you have a lot of history. Like, we, my band, old band covered like 10 different pumpkin songs. So, like, that's, to give you history, like an old punk band that played a lot of, like, stuff from the 90s, too. So, you know, from Hole and Hellman and Fugazi and definitely the Smashing Pumpkins. But um, I said, absolutely. So we went and saw the Pumpkins very randomly, like, super randomly. And then I didn't realize how good a seats he had. And then I didn't realize how much he fucking paid. So, like, you know, I bought him a few beers and everything else and got a shirt and all this other shit. But, like, that was a super fucking cool show. And then the other really weird thing about this is being in Tulsa, right? Like, we've got a lot of different music history. And this is somebody that's known me a very long time, since I was 18 years old. And so he's, if you guys haven't heard the story, a long time ago I got in a fight with Isaac Hansen. Um, from the Hansen brothers. From yes. the Hansen brothers, just, right? Just to clarify, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I you, I got kicked out of my junior prom because I punched him in the nose. 
Um, he punched Hanson in the nose. Yeah, what, there, what, he, did you give him a good bop? Uh, I gave him an oh, but God, <laughs> it was, was one of those. It's bad. one of those things like when you're a teenager, you're full of like adrenaline, hate, rage, and hormones, right? Yeah. And he was dating a friend of mine, and he called her a cunt, and I got really upset about it. And for whatever reason, my brain was like, opportunity to hit Hanson. Like excuse, and I did, and then I got suspended. Wop was and was so Hanson I whopped famous him. at the time. Yes. Okay. This would have been in 1998. Oh. This was right okay, around yeah. Mbop, right? But they also the school I went to was very close to where they live. And if we ever get JD on the show, he has a story about getting in a fight with the younger Hanson. Like there were a bunch of punks back in the 90s. So, anyways, going so back to this, you and your... which by the way, they now make a beer called mm Hops. Oh, oh my god. god! No, like that's not like a dad joke. That's no, literally seriously? They, they actually do. Yeah. Oh. It, so the Hansons are yeah. my age now, right? Like Isaac, I think, is a year older than me, and there's a few people who are just a little bit younger than me, but they're all between our age at this point, right? Yeah, the oldest, and they're mildly your... famous at this point because they really haven't done much in a long time. Yeah, but they're Tulsa natives, right? Yep. And so Pumpkins, they're doing a 30-year show, and I guess they, this will be a quick review on the show, but they played all B-sides, um, which I thought was interesting, right? Like, they did the the popular songs, Yes, yeah, he hops, oh my God. I told you, like, it's, hey, I like hoppy beers, like, I'm not, I'm not a beer well, snob, but and no. I, like, I like IPAs and stuff, and they have- Oh, a- you need to go to, uh, shit, what was that place I was talking about? <laughs> Rusty, what I was just it? blew Rusty's mind. He thought I was doing a dad joke this whole time, and he's like, "You're not fucking kidding." I was like, "No, I was. No, I told you it wasn't a dad fucking joke." Fucking phone went over my shoulder. Yeah, dude. he just tossed his phone. He's like, "Fuck it." What was? But, it? Yeah, what? but any, I'll get to that later okay. when I remember. But it doesn't matter. We've got a really good microbrewery here in town, very close to your house. Yeah. Um. Anyways, um. Back to the story, but like they play all these B sides, and they're playing stuff on Machina Two, which was an internet release, and they're playing stuff off like. Like, all sorts of rando shit, and then doing a lot of weird renditions of stuff. And then in the middle of it, they bring in different local acts to do different songs. And now, I was mad for two points in the show, but it was a 30th anniversary show, and they had a very randomized set list, which I thought was kind of awesome. They bring in the Hansons, and they do, um, what's the most popular Stevie Nicks song? Uh... <laughs> I'd have to think about it. But just anyways. because the fact you said it, like all my brain memory just disappeared. So but anyways, <laughs> all the brain things landslide, happened. landslide, landslide. Oh. Right. So they invited Hanson on stage to sing landslide while everybody played backing band to landslide to the Hanson singing, which was really weird. And as soon as they started, like Ryan looks at me and I go, "I punched you, Isaac." <laughs> 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 everybody around me looks at me and I just like smiled. But it was really funny because it's the Brady and everything carries. So like there's, you see the face for a second right. and they go into singing. I was like, I knew that motherfucker heard me. Yep. They're not really bad people, but whatever, you know, it's high school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, he remembers like, that punch. But I, sure. but I, but like it just rose up inside me and I just shouted at the top of my lungs. <laughs> I feel like this could be like one of those like Hallmark uh, movies where it's just like you felt all this anger and suddenly you saw him on stage and you released all that anger and you're best friends at the end. Well, no. And then they <laughs> followed, they followed by the guitarist James E. Huss. They have almost the original lineup minus Darcy right now um, and an extra guitar player. So James decided to play um, a Cure song. And if, if you don't me at all, I hate the Cure. So I was like, why did you do two of like the things I don't like? Why did you do Hanson and the Cure on your middle of your set? Now, they redeemed themselves with the fact that it was a two and a half hour show and they just kept playing and playing and playing yeah. and playing and playing. And there was not a whole lot of like talk in between except for Billy and James to make really crazy and weird jokes in between things and then go back to like just fucking slaying it. 
Oh, they gave but, a good show. But yeah, it was a really random show. Like I kept looking at Ryan. I was like, which B-side is this off of? The Airplane Flies High is a really weird song for them to play live because it was only on a single that wasn't like, I'm just thinking to myself, like these are songs that are really random. I was like, the only like low point of the whole thing is they didn't play a single song that me and him ever covered, but they've got a really big discography. So like, that's understandable. And they played like three new songs and like 27 old songs. And the only thing they, they didn't play Bullet with Butterfly Wings. The only popular song they played was Tonight and Zero and everything else was a B-side or wow. Like something just oddball, which I was like, and they're they're all songs I like, but like it was just like Porcelain is a really weird song for you to play. There's like no video for it. There's nothing like that. Right. You play like Jelly Belly. That's like a song that was just on. It was like track four on a, an album, and it was really it's a really grindy, heavy, noisy song, and you just played it because your drummer is like fifty years old in a fucking machine. So <laughs> like I, and there was a lot of like solo moments for Jimmy Chamberlain if you play drums or play music. Like, Jimmy Chamberlain's the John Bonham of, like, the 90s. Like, he is super fucking good. Like, the only people on his level at that professional level would be the guy from Tool. Like, he's right. just... But Jimmy Chamberlain fiddles the pocket way better than than what's-his-face from Tool, Danny, Danny Carvey. No, Danny Carvey or Carrie? I can't remember. Well, I mean, if we're, if we're talking about drummers, I think that Neil Peart deserves a plug uh, he, here. Yeah, Neil Peart's good, but he's not He's not <laughs> Jimmy Chamberlain. I mean, yeah, this is... Yeah, I mean, he played... He's a know. showboater, and the other guy knows how to groove. But anyways, we can get out of that. That's I'm gonna nerd out for a second. But. Wow, it's okay. You dropped a bunch of names, and I'm sitting there going, "Man, if before I was cool. a fan of music, or before I was a fan of games per se, I've been a fan of music my whole life. I right. played in bands. My dad played in a band. I've traveled a long ways to see shows. I mean, one of the reasons that we didn't do a show was because I was going to see a band called Sea Tech and Kim Lab out in the middle of Dallas, in front of like 50 people because I just wanted to see them. That's right? fair. So, like, I just, that's just how I am. But um, that was super random and super fucking exciting. Um, and then I was committed to playing more Fallout with Casey when we did a little bit this week, but not a lot. Um, I've been playing a little bit more Battletech. Uh, Battletech is going to be one of my, like, we're thinking about Game of the Year stuff now. Just to give you a highlight, like, it's probably easy in my top five. If you like strategy games, Battletech is fucking stellar. And they released a DLC called Flashpoint, which... To its discredit, I haven't figured out how to fucking activate it. Um, I've got a, still a game saved at the very last mission before Flashpoint ever entered. And then I've started a game in career mode. And career mode is the roguelite version of Battletech. And what that means is that it rolls random missions for you. You're allowed to just be a, mis uh, a missionary, a mercenary. <laughs> You're allowed to be a mercenary and just simply save up money to buy new mechs and stuff. And it has a, t a day limit. So you've got like 1,500 days. Which in that game, like, you pass days like crazy. But I'm about 20 hours into this game just getting random mechs and random mech warriors and just doing missions because that game's really good at that. Like, really, really good at that. Um, so if you like turn-based mech games like Battletech, the one that came out this year is, like, such a fucking easy sell. Aside from the fact that it's only on PC. Um, but, yeah. Rusty, I assume you've been playing more Warframe, right? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> is there anything new in Warframe that uh, that you've experienced so far? Uh, there is. Uh, well, I what I've experienced over the last week or so is I've I've started doing the uh, the Eidolon hunts, which is year old content, but it's new to me. Uh, so I've been, you know, it's a it's on a every 
hour and 30 minutes, there is a 45 or, you know, or 50 minute hunt that, you know, that takes you on like, you know, you go out into the plains and you fight three big world bosses and then you, re, you know, reset it and do that as many times as you can in 50 minutes. So quest um, missions, you know, it's, basically. It's a, I mean, everything in, in Warframe is a mission, of course, but uh, that one is uh it's very hectic because there's a lot of shit going on and it's and you have to do things really really quickly to be able to do it and uh do multiples in a night uh so i've been i, I jumped fucking headfirst into it and having never never done any of the eidolon hunts i jumped right into uh the hardest role that i could fit you know that i could pick up which was the trinity role the healer um and uh, I started doing three rotations every 50 minutes. So I would kill nine Eidolons in one night uh, or capture nine Eidolons in one night. There's different ways of doing things. Uh, but it's it was the end game content of that, you know, of Warframe, you know, for the last year. Uh, and I started doing that and it, and it helps to kind of get my uh you know my operator which is a separate thing from the warframe up to par so it can actually do more damage and stuff like that well that was all in preparation for uh for what digital extremes is going to be doing here you know very soon as they just released fortuna which is a, a new open world area but they haven't activated the world bosses for it yet and they're going to be activating the world boss the first world boss uh, before the end of this year, and there's speculation that it's going to include, you know, stuff that you have to do in your operator form, which means you need to have a strong operator to do it. And I felt like, okay, well, I hadn't worked on this. This is the time to actually start working on this so that I can actually do the end game content when it comes out. Uh, so I've been, that's what I've been doing for the last fucking week is I have fucking done 50 captures of uh, of the Eidolons and just started, you know, gaining experience with, uh, with the operator form. Uh, but the, the, the new stuff, I mean, they had a dev stream earlier today, which I was, of course, up for, and the reason why I'm uh, out of my mind right now because I've only had like four hours of sleep. Uh, but they announced the... Uh, new Orvalis uh, heist, which is the world boss. Uh, they teased the fact that you're going to have the, you know, have bigger fucking guns. Like you have to use the Arcwing guns, which are like twice as big or three times as big as your normal fucking guns. They're made for spaceships, basically, but you're going to have to carry them around on the fucking ground to be able to damage these things. Um they uh they also you know announced the new prime access which means that there's a new uh new version of an existing warframe that just looks prettier and is a little more powerful uh and the new new prime will be mesa which is kind of a gunslinger uh she uh she has she has vats that's the way that i can th yeah. she has she has vats so her ultimate ability is to pull out two pistols from her hips and she will do the fucking like um 
Matrix-style fucking gunplay shit, where she just fires off a fuckload of shots. Right. But all you have to do is just kind of aim in the general direction, and she just auto-aims. Um, she does a dumb amount of damage uh, with that ability. Uh, and if you add speed to her pistols, she will do it fucking rapid fire, like fucking. So she had uh, DPS style. She, yeah, she's she's uh, she does a lot more. You know, she's more geared towards damage. She can be a little tanky, uh, but she's you know her main ability is the fact that she can just basically look at a uh, at a battlefield and doesn't matter how far the fuck they are away. She'll just fucking like snipe them with her pistols, right? Um, but her uh, her look was always kind of cowgirlish, uh, so it was old west style, you know, futuristic space ninja yeah. old west pistols. Weird. Generally, any character that has to do with like primarily focus around pistols will tend to have a, a western style. You know? Yeah, well, her her prime version, her prime armor, which makes her look fucking spectacular uh is just a really cool skin that includes like buckles and things like that and makes her look like a fucking you know old west cowgirl um i'm trying to pull up a picture for her now which of course is not going to help you listening but look up mesa prime and she kind of is uh well she's she's fucking sexy um we come on, pick picture. No, that's not it. Okay, so anyway. she's fucking sexy because Rusty plays so much Warframe. He doesn't have time to masturbate, right? Well, <laughs> is this when you start getting? Never mind. Um, I like her pistols. Hey, I like pistols a lot. How big are those pistols? How many inches? They're, uh, they're somewhere least, between three to six inches. They're, they're at least <laughs> they're at least six to eight inches. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, no. That that was uh, the the big announcement that's happening December eighteenth. Um, let's see the 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 big news cycle for uh, for Warframe is just they're putting out content constantly. It may be in small little bursts, but uh, but they constantly make changes and uh, and add new things to the game so that there's always something to strive for, which. Uh, for a free-to-play game, is kind of the bread and butter of free-to-play. You kind of need something to strive for, otherwise, you know, you're you you just run out of content to do. Um, but uh, the difference that I see with digital extremes is that they actually give a shit uh, as far as you know, making sure that certain characters that they have actually spent you know time on years ago, they're going back and they're just kind of revisiting the uh the ability sets and how they play and stuff like that so that older characters become usable in the new uh you know with new games and new modes and stuff like that so i i appreciate the fact that they you know they do that and of course the dev stream being as open and as casual as it is is easy to watch for uh, uh for news content uh, it helps that they do giveaways too but um I've spent a stupid amount of money on that game. For a free-to-play game, I've spent a stupid amount of money on that game. And I'm probably going about uh, about to spend more. So you know what's really stupid? What? 
Um, uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So there's, I just showed them a picture of our weatherman, and it says 2018 bread and milk salesman of the year. You know, and you know, we saw... were supposed to have a blizzard today. Yes, we that... were supposed to have Tonight a quarter slash, inch of. Yeah. We were supposed to have a quarter of inch of ice on everything. It was going to be, uh, you know, what, what did they say, like eight to ten inches worth of snow. Uh, well. Uh, and the all, high tomorrow. All, all joking aside, the original estimate was three to six inches. <laughs> <laughs> That's Golly, damned it. Yep. No, no, it yeah, the, it uh, was. And, and like it really a, was. there was a state of emergency that was issued yep. Uh, so yep. that we could start salting the roads. And then it's our high today was 40. And then yeah. our, our low today is 32. And then uh, tomorrow, our low is. 26 the high at 35 and only a 66% chance of precip. Yeah, so I went to the store. So Thursday uh, Thursday morning after work, I went directly to, you know, to Walmart because, uh, you know, the last report I heard was a quarter inch of ice. And I've been through ice storms here. Yeah, 2007. You know, yep. Yeah. And uh, it's it's not a fun time, especially if you live in an apartment and everything is electric. Yeah, you you tend to look at things like okay what can I get should I build a fire in my living room right That's yeah exactly yeah. what can I get right now that will allow me to you know eat in in the event that there's you know twenty four thirty six you know forty eight hours worth of no power uh, I was without power for seven days on that you know on the two thousand seven storm so um you know so I said. All right, I'm going to buy a bunch of, you know, a bunch of canned food basically and I was going to sacrifice a pot and I was going to use that as, you know, as a fire pit if I needed to. A pot? Yeah, just a normal like I mean, yeah. What how does that What? <laughs> I was going to build a fire in a pot outside and cook over the fire. Like a a like, flower pot? No, no, like or a as in a pot pan. pan. D- uh does that hold enough firewood? Doesn't have to hold enough firewood. It just needs to hold. So, you you get those uh, you get those logs those uh, those wood fire logs. Yeah. You know, and uh, they're just the starter log or whatever the fuck the easy lights. So I think I need to tell you about the dollar store. Here's, <laughs> here's why: they have these little canisters that have a screw top on it. Yes, and I know. It has like a cotton mesh in yes. there. And it's like it's, soaked in an ethanol yes. style solution, and it does what you're wanting it to do. Right. And it costs a dollar, and yes. it's it's it fits in the palm of your hand. Right. Okay. Just, okay. Okay. Just making sure you knew about those. No, I I know okay. about the, they use those in fucking buffets for you know for warming shit up. Yes, that's exactly what these are. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Continue. I get that. Yeah. I get that, and I understand that that's a thing. <laughs> Right, uh, but to cook a steak, you you don't want that, right? So two of them, you get two of them. <laughs> That's two dollars. You put them side by side. You put a skillet on top. Take some no. wire ha- or wire hangers. You bend them. You make it work. <laughs> what are you doing? I, I'm knitting myself a grill. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, no. I I I got I got that. But, um, you know, I, I was just basically, I was over preparing just like everybody else was. And of course the first thing I did when I walked into the Walmart was walk to the bread aisle. I, I wasn't going to buy bread cause I'm on keto, fuck, yeah. but, uh, but I was looking just to see if the bread had been fucking destroyed. Yep. Uh, and it was only about half there. 
so I don't I still don't understand that whole like milk and bread thing like uh, there's well when there's the better meme... things to buy yeah and speaking of that I forgot bacon today son oh, of a bitch fuck my wife was cooking bacon when I left the house this morning I forgot or, uh, bacon this, today this evening yeah you know, so the year that that meme came out right that that's a the local like snowflake like I saw a snowflake I saw a snowflake yeah. you know I need to get bread and milk um I went to a warehouse market right nearby. Yep. And they had been completely cleared out of bread and milk and just shows the like the mentality of people like okay, there is multiple things that you could get. Yep. Why bread and milk? I don't know. I there's no reason. I, I mean, that. bread only lasts for like a few days and milk without refrigeration lasts even less, so I've got MREs, what? I've got canned food, right. I've got life straws. Like, whenever everyone's talking about like all this stuff, I'm like, uh, so yeah. is this Monday? Because that, that's <laughs> normally what I, the shit that I buy, like, I've right. got that. Right. I was like, all right. Well, However, like... all these, all these is a great place to go for steaks because they do like this whole vacuum seal mm-hmm. thing. So you can keep it refrigerated. Um, since there's no oxygen that gets to it, you can keep it refrigerated. You don't have to freeze it. And a best buy date or sell by date or whatever is much longer than what you get at like Walmart and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I get those steaks all the time. They're yep. great. Yep. I you know, I used to go to Aldi's all the time. Yep. But and I cheaper. still do. Yeah. Well, they're they're like Aldi's has some of the great prices. Like I hope somebody from Aldi's listens to this and starts paying us for this show just because this ad <laughs> not right sponsored, here, this not plug. Sponsored. Yeah. But um, sponsored by <laughs> sponsored by Aldi. Aldi's steaks. Only. Like everything else, whatever. But all these steaks, that's, that's the key. I, I lived off all these steaks for a while. I don't like their uh, their hamburger, though. For some reason, it's just not right. Those little pucks that are in like that yeah. stack. Uh, so not right. I don't disagree. However, I enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'll I'll cook them from like a frozen standpoint. So like, I don't really cook them the right way. You should probably thaw them out first. But I'll cook them from a frozen standpoint. But I'm also the person that doesn't like not like. Rare steaks, I prefer them to be like medium rare, but yeah. I don't really care if it's kind of a little red on the inside. <laughs> mooing. mooing. Yeah, it needs to be mooing. Yep. So, um, the fuck do we by the way, I'm going to sidetrack here for one second. <laughs> we were already sidetracked. Well, yeah, but we're already, so earlier we were okay. talking about like turkey. Turkey. And then we we're talking about like turkey. mooing steaks. So I saw a funny video that I think that deserves a mention here. Okay. Um, so there was this mom that played a joke on her daughter or someone. I didn't watch the whole thing. I was watching the captions of it, but it was hilarious because they cooked a turkey, but they had a small turkey that they cooked ahead of it. And then they put it inside the big turkey Oh God. and they put stuffing around it and then cooked the big turkey. So then they had, uh, the daughter pulled the turkey out of the oven. They said, Hey, pull the stuffing out and all that stuff. And by the way this girl was talking, you could tell that she was like deep-rooted blonde kind of uh, person. Um, but she has like pitch black hair. So she's pulling all this stuffing out and she goes, oh my God, mom, mom. And then she reaches inside the turkey and pulls out the cooked baby turkey type thing. And she goes, it was pregnant. It oh had a baby turkey. God. And she started like turning, she started bawling like, we cooked a baby turkey. <laughs> and it was just kind of funny. Like, it's probably uh, I'm not probably doing the story justice, but it was really funny to see this super emotional reaction to this girl that was clearly a jackass. 
<sighs> and um, yeah. So there's that's, there's a couple videos there. every year right around uh, right around Thanksgiving time that yeah uh, that come out that has something like that. The one that I found funny this year was uh, uh, the conversation, uh, the text conversation between two people, one person who had never cooked a turkey before, and the other person trying to teach them over text, uh, and uh, trying to describe the neck of the turkey and the person that was like trying to trying to figure out where the neck was and asked why there was a dick inside the turkey (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) it was uh and they're like oh that's the neck you put that in uh you put that in water and boil it with the other uh, with the other bag what bag and they're trying to find the fucking bag and they're like opening it up take a picture of it there's no bag in here (laughs) oof I know. I think the the best one was the turkey dick one, where the, the guy tells him that tells her to reach in the cavity and pull out all the you know the giblets, right. right? And she pulls out the turkey neck, and he says, "You you pulled out the turkey penis." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is is that supposed to be there? <laughs> it's more than three to six inches. I was going to say, I bet it's more than six inches. <laughs> well, Ooh. I didn't have a. I wasn't making gravy, so I just threw the turkey neck away when I made mine, but. Uh, I I I don't use it, so I mean, you I, really just use it for gravy. Yeah, and I, I don't use it for my gravy, so I, I I use I use something different. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now is a really good time for a hard stop, and then we'll come back in a second. Uh, U turn. All right, uh, we'll be back. So we kind of wanted to just give you a quick sample, and by no means am I going to steal her thunder, but right. I think we're going to sell her thunder to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to give you about one minute, and I think it's all you need. Yep. And this was just very quickly searching. I found this in about three minutes. So here you go. Let's see if this goes through. Does Tourette's feel like having OCD? Like, do you feel like you must do something? Or does it surprise you after the fact? It surprises me. Easy loving you. It's kind of like having obscene hiccups. It's kind of like fucking your biscuit and slapping your grandma twice with a biscuit. Fuck you. <sighs> right. Ask me fucking anything about my dick. Oh, shit. So much going on in chat. How- I need to go and speak to somebody who has been a big streamer for a while and touch his cock. I will fuck his biscuit. Go on, fuck his biscuit, I bet. I bet you'd fuck his biscuit, slut. Um, times it's like 20. Like, it really does vary. There is, it isn't regular enough for me to say. How am I today? Quarbling. I'm alright. Um, I've had to come off my cock. I have come on a cock. I have come on a biscuit and 12 cocks. Fuck you. Um, I'm doing alright. I had a really stressful start to the stream because my headset broke and then um, OBS didn't start and then it was just a Why? Do you do art? I do draw. Um, you can check out Ooh. the Discord. There's a couple Ooh. of my drawings on the Discord. Just an unfinished oh. sketch of my bearded dragon and um, my cunt. No, I didn't draw my cunt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I you can draw what you want. I can draw. Okay. I, I, yeah, it's 2018. <laughs> that's that is she is so awesome yep. <laughs> she, the 
if you just imagine how much of a pain in the ass that is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and really, I don't even think that that was like the funniest parts no, of the stuff right. that she's done. She's like, it's just, it, it's not, it's not the fact that she's having the problem. It's the fact that she delivers it in and such a way it and rolls with it. Yep. it. She delivers it in such a way that she's like, no, I didn't really mean that. Or my favorite was, uh, she'll do the two things. Like I, I'll fist, I'll fist your grandma or I'll, uh, I'll, I'll fuck your friends. And she's like, one of those things is true. Yeah. <laughs> but she just keeps rolling with it. Like she'll go through that spurt and keep rolling. Like nothing just happened. Other times she kind of, uh, acknowledges it, but yeah, it's pretty funny. No, she, she's an amazing person. So you should check her, uh, check her out on, uh, uh on Twitch. Under Twitch treasures, I yes. mean, uh, sweet Anita, sweet Anita, yes. <laughs> sweet Anita. Um, Don't listen with your children, right? If you listen to this show, grandma. if you listen to this show, <laughs> you, you'd think about all the random stuff that she says is you know is, is fucking hilarious. I think it is. So, kind of moving along. Um, very frustrated last night with the VGAs. Of course, they're the VGAs and whatever, right? Right. Yeah, you know, VGAs there was, and. There was a crappy band after crappy band after crappy band in between every different reveal and, you know, 47 different subsections for everything, including best music. The only thing that was kind of cool is some of the performers from the Red Dead music actually performed. And it was all right. You know, I mean, it was cool. It's something different. Um, But a whole bunch of other shit that really sucked, honestly. Um, But that's just my personal taste. Um, Watching the Twitch strat. Uh, they seem to agree with me pretty well. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> just watching the the role of like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Show me another game. And Fortnite was nominated for like seventy five things. So, like, of course it was because like, so far that's up people's asses. I which I can acknowledge it's a popular game, right? So whatever. But so like, I don't feel like Fortnite is walking on water right now i feel like this is an area that i should comment on you should i I don't know that my voice carries much weight but here's the deal my daughter was super excited about it and she does the floss dance all the time and apparently that's a big thing in her school which i get it i was in high school or uh, elementary school once but it's more of like a fad thing than a real thing. No, so it's here's the other reason it's popular. It's a free game, right? Like there's other good free games like Warframe, but yeah. it's a free game, so it's really easy for somebody to say, here's a game that you can play that doesn't cost me anything, except except for the fact that one of the people that works for me, I, he she bought her her uh I guess her nephew Fort uh, like Xbox Live and her credit card yep. was tied to it and she was explaining to me she's like so how do parental co- parental controls work because oh, boy. he spent $100 on Fortnite I don't even know what oh my god and I was like that probably skins. cosmetic items I yep. was like that's all that's in the game she's like what does that mean I was like it changes the way your character looks and does nothing else and he spent $100 on it so I'm sorry so right. I downloaded the game because my daughter was all excited about it she's 8 years old and I played it for 10 minutes and it was like this is the dumbest fucking thing like <laughs> I I didn't enjoy the game at all like I can build walls while I run woo uh, cool it's it's stupid and so I deleted it and then my daughter was like hey did you download the game and I was like oh I don't know what happened I don't know what happened <laughs> <laughs> um, here's Fallout 76 right, right? 
she really liked that game. Better game. Yeah, so she she liked that, and she was like, and she forgot all about it. And then um, uh, we segued to learning to play guitar. But there you go. Um, yeah, I uh, I was not impressed by the game at all. Like graphically, it was it was pretty and it was smooth and everything, but like gameplay was was junk to me. It's, it's adapted gameplay. Like I said, it used to be a tower defense game. I've a very long history with Fortnite because before it was a big battle royale game with building it was a tower defense game with building and they found out that PUBG was doing well so they decided to go the PUBG route and do a battle royale with it and now it's a weird hybrid of build walls so you can defend yourself while shooting other people in a big map so it doesn't really appeal to me because it's kind of like hodgepodge together but for whatever reason that has gelled with a lot of people and you know whatever but like I just it felt like such a a crazy thing to do if if you're going to do a video games award show, right? Like that already appeals to a niche audience, like appeal to a niche audience. <laughs> because like Fortnite's not the game that everybody's playing. Fortnite is probably the furthest thing from what most people are playing, right? I could even accept like a Call of Duty game of the year or Call of Duty nominations just because it's got a pretty popular fan base. But there's also like, to Casey's credit, people that play that game like a second job right? Yeah. that are nerds about bullet drop and shit like that that play a shitload of Call of Duty. I get that too, right? Not really my thing, but there are people that do that. But like, put some video game-ass video games on there that aren't just seriously the next thing that everybody's kids playing because yeah. it is a fad. And to to its credit, you know, anything that gets uh, youth involved in something, I'm a fan of. So... Like, it's hard to get people involved in cars anymore because I'm a classic car guy and, you know, people appreciate the classic car look but know nothing about them. So, um, to segue to the gaming industry, if this game gets, uh, you know, seven, eight, nine-year-olds into gaming, then awesome. I'm all for it. The game still sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so, there's also a lot of people that like Roblox, but... Well, like my wife, the she plays Roblox. So I know this. She plays it a lot. <laughs> it's stupid. I was trolling his wife the other night. Yeah, <laughs> I told she Justin. took it. She took it in pretty good humor. Yeah, I told Justin. I was like, uh, yeah, I'm playing Fallout, uh, and my wife is uh, like, I upgraded. This is stupid. So I was operating off of like 20 megabits per second in my house, and. When I was playing Fallout 76, I started to struggle a little bit throughout the game, and I just got pissed off, and so I uh, had my wife uh, look up what internet speeds were, and they did the whole Black Friday deal where they had a year upgrade for X price for this speed, and it turns out I could spend like $3 more and get 300 megabits per second for a year, and I was like, uh, sold? Like, I'm going from 20 megabits to 300. So yeah, yeah, let's do it. But I had to upgrade my modem, so I was like, fuck it. I'm, I instantly ran out, went to Best Buy, and bought a $150 Yeah, we were mid-game, and you are like, I'm going to get a modem. Yeah, well, it was stupid, because like, I kept <laughs> struggling so throughout the game. Yeah, and so I was like, fuck this. He like, kept disconnecting. Like, he was so slow, like, I'd be running, and then I'm just like, Casey, where are you? I see your head. Yeah, because uh. my daughter was watching, like... Um, uh, pajama pants something on uh, YouTube and my wife is playing Roblox and I'm trying to play Fallout 76. I feel like I'm the only legitimate 
person that needs to use the internet at this point. <laughs> Nobody else needs to use the internet. You can watch a recorded yeah. one. You don't need to be playing online. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you're too old for that shit. So I go out and I was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm not going to tell anyone that they're um, not worthy of what they're trying to do because, you know, I'm trying to be a dad. So I go out. I spend $150 on this modem that can do uh, – it's a modem router combo, so it's a gateway, whatever. Um, but it does like 950 megabits per second. So I was like, sweet, that'll last me uh, several years down the line. Should be all right. Um, and uh, so I come back, I install it, and then I tell Justin that, uh, yeah, my wife plays Roblox. And he's like, like the seven-year-olds play? And I was just like, yeah, I get it. I married. No, no, it uh, didn't start. It didn't start that way, though. I didn't know your wife played it. You're like, do you know anything about Roblox? And I was like, yeah, I know my friend's kid plays a lot of it. That's right. right yeah, and that's exactly how I said it. And I didn't mean it to sound that snide, but it came out pretty snide. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I've played that game. I was like, oh, he was, he was like, so how can she get better at it? I was like, I'm sure there's a FAQ out there. <laughs> there's some something. I never played it. Like I thought it was dumb that she played it because it started out by my daughter playing it. So then my wife played it, and I was like, oh, that's cute. You're being involved. But now she plays and it on her own. I was just like, oh, I didn't realize I was saying that's cute. That's a game you legitimately like. And yeah, so she will smoke pot. She smokes cannabis. Woo, big deal. Oh, All right, throw it out there. Got it out there. Um. Uh, so she'll smoke a bowl or two, and then five hours later, she's still playing that game. Oh, and I'm just like, honey, the dishes need to get done. <laughs> <laughs> Do it yourself. Uh, but um, uh, 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 setting aside the mis- misogynist point that I put out there, it's it's, it's a good. It's I don't think funny. it's misogynist. Yeah, a little bit, but it's it's a joke, and I'll. Seriously, I right. didn't say that though. Uh, <laughs> so, but she plays that game. She likes it, and it's her and my daughter get to play it together. And um, like, it's funny because like, my wife will try to be cooked dinner, and then she will um, be like, Josie, Josie, come here. And so Josie runs over there. She starts playing for it. Shannon runs off to try and finish out dinner or whatever. And now she knows it's safe because Josie's playing the game. And then she comes back and she's like, Why did you spend all of our money on a unicorn? <laughs> and she's like, "Cause it's a unicorn." And she's like, "It does nothing. It's it's a skin. It doesn't do anything. You just spit all this." Josie, go clean your room. <laughs> and it's just like, ah. Oh. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's another funny story that we got segued. Uh, that's fine for no reason. It's fine. But I will say there are some things that were revealed at the. VGAs, and that's a good place to do it because there's a lot of people watching it, right? Uh, yeah, there's eyeballs there, I guess. There's lots of eyeballs there. And I, my eyeballs weren't there, but hey, whatever. I was watching it while I was playing Battletech, and um, mine were on the gunslinger uh, thing that he just showed us over break. That's where my eyeballs were. Yeah. Yeah. Mesa Prime's crack. Yep. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> that's an ass crack. Justin's like, what, the, what are you guys looking at? Hey. Mesa Prime. Mesa Prime. Yeah. Mesa Prime has a ass crack. And guess what? You get to stare at that the entire time you play her. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get very far in that game. <laughs> so all those things aside, I'll say that there's a Far, or a far Cry 5.5, basically, that's coming out for 40 bucks. 5.5? Fuck you. It's, it's, so it's coming out for 40 bucks, and it's a extension i want to say or it's an expansion pack just say it did it's they... an expansion pack for fallout or far cry 5 that follows a very fallout theme it's a nuclear version of the game 
So like a bomb drops and a few years later you're joining a resistance to fight a bunch of rando you know junkers. What what with, what other direction were they going to go with it? I mean I well honestly. I mean if you haven't played it like there's an ending to it, right? And after that ending it just kind of stops. Right. And I was expecting more to happen. I well I think this was smart of them to do something with that. Well, and yes. being Far Cry like Far Cry Five wasn't the best Far Cry, but I still had some fun with it. Um, that's not a bad direction to go. I'm genuinely curious as to what they're going to do with it. And there's a lot of guys in motorcycle helmets and makeshift guns that very Mad Max. And if, sure, why not? If they do Fallout better than Fallout, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm be pretty upset. But um, didn't they make either like a TV series or a um, movie or a show, something off of Far Cry? Um, they didn't movie. There was a movie. Is it was really bad. A movie? Oh, okay. I yeah. There was there was a movie, a uh, Far Cry movie, and it was not. No, don't even don't even waste the time. Last, the last Far Cry that I was uh, involved with, not like that I developed it or whatever, but uh, I think it was Far Cry Three, where you start out in a train that was like hanging off the edge, and you had to climb up it or something. No, you're thinking of. Uh, Uncharted yeah. 2. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Which is a very good game, but yeah. yes, it's not Far Cry. Uh, I'm just going to go back to my corner. You're right. The So Obsidian had teased they are going to release a game trailer for a game they were involved with, right? And they recently got bought by Ma- uh, Microsoft. And I was thinking another isometric RPG or something like that, right? Like I'm thinking it'll be another like higher end version of like Pillars of Eternity, which Pillars of Eternity is great. Right. Um. They released a AAA quality trailer for a game that looked like a cross between Borderlands, um, Fallout, and Bioshock or something. I don't know, but basically a third-person RPG game with a lot of uh, swagger. I guess is the best way to describe it. It has that sardonic side of Josh Sawyer that has a lot of uh, dry humor, a lot of uh, weird choice, a lot of. Uh, a lot of a oozing sense of style and individualism that has only been an obsidian thing, and they really do put it on there like, "Hey, we did the good fallouts." Right? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, we we did the well." Ones Josh Sawyer like. was central in a lot of the early stuff, and a lot of the Obsidian team was in the original Fallout One and Two's writing. Um, and New Vegas, my favorite Fallout game of all time, was also a Josh Sawyer creation. So I'm pretty. Interested in what they do with this because it's a very AAA trailer for the game called The Outer Worlds. Um, no real release date on it, but it looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So it's Fallout meets Firefly. I, I don't know that Firefly was the right. I think that was a PC gamer tag. Well, uh, uh, well, yeah, true, but it's the Outer Worlds and the corporations that take it over is basically how why they you know labeled it that way but it looks fucking fantastic and and i I like their sense of humor and that's one of the reasons why you know the obsidian games really appeal to me i I mean i'm still getting through pillars 2 because it's a massive ass game and i just need to get into that mode to play that kind of thing again mm -hmm. and because there's a lot of voiceover and story it's going to sound crazy coming from me i've been playing BattleTech simply because i've been watching things while i play it and you can't really watch much and play Pillars. Like, you have to be kind of focused on it. And it's a good game, but my ADD's been getting the best of me. Um, another game that Rusty will have something to say about is um, from Arc Developer Wildcard. There is a new game um, 
called Atlas that is a pirate, somewhat MMO game with a lot of sea monsters. Uh, what are your thoughts, Rusty? I know you have thoughts. So Atlas looks like Ark mixed with uh, fucking that failed pirate game that just came out recently. Um, what was the fucking, what is it? Um, sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, yeah. So it looks like Ark meets Sea of Thieves had a baby and just threw some fucking like big fucking monsters at it. And that's that's what they call a survival game now. I think they just need to stop. Uh, honestly, it, I mean, it looks cool, but... The Ark trailers also really look cool, but if you sit down and play Ark, it's nothing like that. Um, you know, so I can just see all of the Ark systems. Just, you know, they don't show anything in the trailer, but I can kind of see all the Ark systems and, and you know, in it. Well, they're talking about being able to build bases on the islands. Um, they're talking about, like, having on your crew AI being similar to the dinosaur AI so that you could actually crew a ship by yourself with AI. Mm, yeah. So, in thought, these types of survival games sound cool, right? In practice, not not necessarily so. Especially if you have to rely on somebody else to do a certain thing at a certain time online. Unless you have a really tight-knit group, you know, it's not going to be successful. You know, and uh, and that's just, a, that's just an online thing, right? You, you can't really expect any random person to just exactly know their role. You're going to have new people all the time. Um, That said, I tend to play anything from, uh, from them as a, you know, as a private server. And I can just imagine, you know, just looking at the world, I mean, sure, it's going to be, what do they say, fucking 120 times bigger than no, an arc map or something here like that? It, I'm quoting PC Gamer. Okay. The entire world is 1,200 different arc servers stitched together in a grid spanning several biomes. Okay. 1,200 arcs. Can you imagine trying to find your buddy? They're going to have to fix that. Because <laughs> it was hard enough trying to find each other on an arc map. Well, they're saying 50,000 people can play on a server. Okay. Wow. Uh, That's insane. Uh, 50,000 people on a server? Like, the, I don't the, know what kind of black magic they're the working most, there. The most people I could ever remember playing on a server mm. was um, PlayStation uh, Mag, Massive Action Game. I don't know if you guys yes, ever played yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Was, that was a great game. That might have been 100. It was... Uh, uh, was it 50 one, versus 50? No, it was one twenty-five versus one twenty-five yep. or something like that. It was it was a it massive was, amount. Yeah, and that was great. Like that was a big ass map, and you had like zones that you would drop into. But ultimately, like that was um, two hundred and fifty people per uh, game, and you had all those people playing on that one server. Like it was that was a great game. Fifty thousand people for. For and I'm just going off of what I uh, I know of the Ark servers. Um, fifty thousand people would it, it would turn the server into a freaking snail. It I don't understand how they're gonna do it. They're gonna have to use fucking you know Google Cloud to run their servers. Well, that and they probably aren't gonna have a massive amount of like trackable items. Like, um, well, I, mean, I, I don't know much about the game, so I I don't. Arc really didn't have that much. I mean, when you started building 
you know, massive buildings, really complex buildings and arc, it started to slow the server down and I could see the I could see the performance on the server side because right. I had the dedicated server. I could see all that. Um, you know, and it was just the two of us, you know, just Justin and myself, you know, with a, a massive fucking building and all of our dinosaurs and whatnot. And I could just see the server just start to chug, you know, and it I'm, was just us two. Honestly, I kind of want to play the last expansion of Ark now I, that it's a proper game before we dive into something like that. I, I, because it's just now really stable. Right. So I've, I've went and not picked up the arc expansion, which is extinction. And I haven't played it specifically for one reason is I wanted to let them get a lot of the bugs out of the way for Mm -hmm. that. You know, when, um, uh, when the last one came out, uh, what was it? fucking the underground radiation one? Uh, arbitration or, or yeah, I remember. I yeah. know what you're talking about. Um, the you know the game was it was playable, but there was a lot of systems broken in it, and they fixed it afterwards. Uh, I I kind of want to see, I want to see the game fixed as much as I can. Well, know, here's the, the thing about Atlas is releasing in early access December thirteenth. Hiya, hiya. That's launching super soon. But it's yeah. you know, they're talking about more than a two year dev cycle for the game. I'm pro- I'm gonna wait a little while. I'm not touching it. Uh, I, I mean, wanna play more Arc before I jump in. We we played Arc while it was I guess before it released, I guess. So I th- we I think it's at a pretty stable point now. Well, it was it was stable beforehand. It was they just been tweaking things here and there. Uh, and then they released it, and then there was the whole controversy of that went from twenty dollars to uh, what a fifty or sixty dollar game, uh, right when it released. So uh, that that caused a big stink. Um, but you know, honestly, yeah, I'm I'm not I, I'm not into pirate sims, and you know, in another survival game does not appeal to me right now, like. Th- between Fallout seventy six, the new Ark, you know, uh, new Ark expansion, this, and then whatever else they're wanting to throw out here, you know, shortly, survival, and fucking battle royale can go fuck right off. You know, I've got other things to do. Right. I will say, as far as things that looked really cool, MK eleven released a trailer at that. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty okay with MK anything. Well, I mean, I would say also Rage two. Did not look bad. Um, They've got a lot to make up for. um, There was a, there was nothing that was really released about it other than a really mysterious trailer. But Dragon Age or Dragon Age Four was teased. Well, I'm, I'm, I didn't mind Dragon Age Three. Not a lot of people liked it, but I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it either. I just felt like it was a little bit oversimplified. It was. I think I wanted more of like a, a cross between 2 and Pillars of Eternity 2. Well, I, I didn't like 2 because they just reused a lot of shit, but um, it made made developing the game easy, I'm sure. Uh, but I mean, yeah. honestly, they do that with a lot of games. Well, 2 was, it felt kind of stale because you were in the same environment. It was just over time. Well, I mean, Borderlands... Did the same thing. I mean, all of them kind of do the same thing. Yeah, in Borderlands, you still end up going to different biomes, and and, and that's this... true. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. if you, 
I saw I heard a comparison like if you're going to create a Mario two, you're going to reuse some of the blocks, right? And some of the animations and some of like like there's no reason to recreate that. You just recreate the levels and recreate the bigger concept of what you're doing in the game, and you add things to that. Well, you, you go from you know spanning an I entire mean, countryside Sh- in uh, in Dragon Age. One to and living in that town, living in a town, and like growing old in two, so it was it was a pretty big di- uh, jump in a different direction. I guess I use the example of like Tomb Raider series so far, right? One had little tombs, but a lot of story. Two had bigger tombs and a lot of story and a lot of different gameplay. And three had ginormous tombs and a lot of story and a lot of gameplay. But I mean, they're reusing some of the assets and right. sharpening up things, right? Like that's just. What happens with sequels usually? Yeah, whatever you know, it, it's it, it, it's fine. It's it's fine to do that between games, but I think that uh, this is an old fucking horse that is already fucking skeletal at this point. Uh, so know, I'm I'm just proving a point from earlier. I'm being right. a little dick, so I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else out of all that stuff that I, oh I'm going to say this just because. Hey, fanboy of their games, though, maybe not all of their games. Um, Supergiant released a trailer for Hades, which was another um, game that looked like a really fast version of like a Bastion, an action top-down isometric it, it looked, game. It, it looked a lot like um, Transistor. Transistor, yeah. The art style looked more like Transistor, but it looked like more of an action game and less of a turn-based game. Right. And they released that game earlier this year that I could not get into Um and which I'm sorry, it's the one that basically had a weird sports game in it. Oh, um, so you can't even Pyre. remember Pyre, right? Like I just I was a fan of everything about Pyre except for the gameplay. <laughs> right. Um, they tried something kind of like a Dota, and it just didn't work for me. Mm. Single player, team based, weird basketball. <laughs> um, <laughs> with souls. With souls. Um, I didn't really see anything else that really sparked my interest. I think like this year I'm talking on the show, like I'm going to try to get through a few things before we do our game of the year. Our game of the year will probably be mid to late next month. Yeah. Uh, we've got to. Don't expect too much from me. We got to kind of wrap up what we got. Um, and there's still, I still want to play some things, right? Um, are you going to do the, uh, end of the year podcast deal special this year? Yeah, but it'll be in like January. Right. Maybe, you know, and so just it, to kind of speak so to it, like I mean, we're gonna have a end of last year podcast, right? Yeah, year in review, game year, of the year, something like that. Normally, it's way fucking longer than it needs to be, but, but it's hey, always whatever. after everybody else has done theirs, and I try not to let them kind of influence me. I mean, yeah, I have my own opinions, and I've had my own opinions all year, and that's not going to change. And I. Well, I reference them a lot because I genuinely like the podcast. I mean, I listen to a hell of a lot of Giant Bomb, and they do, and they get paid for this, so they can do uh, like thirty hours of Game of the Year. Um, that's not us, and their opinions really don't reflect mine. I just respect them because they do have educated opinions, just way different than mine. Fair. Um, so I don't really have anything else. Rusty, do you have anything else? I think VGA stuff was probably pretty big. Yeah, uh, outside of the. Um, um... For all those people who out you know, who spent the extra money for uh, for the uh, the power armor edition of Fallout seventy six, uh, uh, you will end up getting your canvas bags. So you mean uh, like all thousand people? 
Yeah, well, if you spend 200 bucks on a game... I get it, yeah, uh, the, but the noise on the internet is pretty crazy it, over. It's a nylon bag that you're never going to use, man. Uh, but... I mean, like the Pip-Boy I have sitting on my shelf. Right. What was the last time you slipped a phone in your Pip-Boy? Uh, day three of playing Fallout 4. And, and then I realized it was since. way more convenient to hit B. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because And it's really heavy. It's it's really solid construction. Like you could wear it as part of a cosplay outfit, but fuck, right. it is hot and it is heavy and it's got like fabric and like you just start sweating. I'm just and it's on your wrist, so it makes yep. the, like it the whole body heat thing with like putting insulation on your wrist starts to come into effect and like your whole right. body heats up. I turned down the AC to try to play that. No, I did. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> It was really cool for a minute. So I haven't even seen the power. I've seen pictures of the power armor helmet that it comes, you know, that comes in the bag. But it's it's a fucking helmet in a bag. I I mean, that's not how you would display the fucking thing, right? You and wouldn't put it in the bag, right? You wouldn't keep it in the fucking bag to display it. Oh, what's in the bag? Oh, it's a power armor helmet. Well, that would be really fucking cool. Well, I have... say like a fucking fake head or some shit, you know, so have... that you could show it off. I have what are you a... gonna do? Put the fucking canvas bag on the shelf right next to it? Said, so, yeah, it came in a canvas bag. No, you're gonna fucking put that shit in a goddamn closet. And if it, if you got the nylon one, you might fucking put your groceries in it. Fuck, I don't know. Why are you getting all fucking up in arms over a fucking bag? It's, it's five it's, fucking it's, dollars. Go buy your own fucking bag, people. It's the most popular thing to hate on the internet right now. So you want to be heard? That's, again, where part of my, I know there are some issues with the game, but I am pretty frustrated with this is a popular game to hate. So I'm going to get likes and views on my YouTube. Just let's just start hating on Fallout. Uh, I'm sorry. I had but I had all that all that shit aside, I mean, like, if you want the helmet, like I found a bank. It's a it's like a quarter bank of T fifty one B power armor that I think it came in a loot crate or something like that that one of my friends at work gave me and it's been on my desk ever since so I've got a T fifty one B helmet on my desk right that's that's all you need yeah it probably costs like all the ten bucks it's cool as shit though um I don't got anything else I think we should wrap this yeah this, go this ahead show up. And wrap this shit up man. alright so you can find us in several places and I'm gonna I'm not Jason right so right. I don't have the spiel down but I'm gonna say twitter.com slash tiltcast facebook.com slash tiltcast and tiltcast.com with slash episodes and with that there's other places you can find us but those are the main places you can find us you can also find friends of the show cabbage kbg you can find and listen to old episodes of the carousel for a while and i recommend you listen to him before john pulls them down um the carousel podcast.com you can find uh friends of the show um for the love of gaming no quarters.net bmfcast.com and tvgp.tv they do fantastic things and they still play video games so with that it's the end of the damn show and now we're going to record the intro alrighty cheers Ha, ha, ha.